0: To submit a story, topic, or have any other inquiries, please email submit at skebanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skebanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, Please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560-271, The Colony, Texas, 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon, where you will get exclusive content, shout outs, and much more. And you can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcast on your favorite podcast platform.
1: I want to know what the truth is, and I hope that people, my son, anybody, if my name comes up, whether you like me, whether you agree with me or not, at least you can respect the fact that he's on a quest for truth. He's on a quest
2: for truth.
3: Welcome to Skiba News Nation bringing you unfiltered views, news, interviews, discussions and more. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Skiba, award-winning musician and son of Rob Skiba.
2: Mm.
0: Hey Skiba News Nation family, welcome to episode 52 of Skiba News Nation, your weekly source of the latest news, controversial topics, conspiracies, forgotten history, and so much more. I'm your host Jeremiah Skiba and today we're going to be talking about the alphabet community's agenda has gotten way out of hand, RFK Jr. exposes what's really in our water, the Biden family's corruption covered up by fake news propaganda, Simpsons predicts submarine incident. Congress is now legitimizing shocking first-hand accounts of UFO sightings. UN rolls out new AI fact-checkers, our friend Owen Benjamin on chemtrails, and a new variant in medical passports. An all-new Opus Corner for history, we'll be talking about Charles Harrelson, the infamous hitman and his famous son? And did Charles Harrelson have a CIA and JFK connection? Means and much more, so stay tuned. Now, as always, I'd like to introduce my great and insightful co-host, Mr. Jake Grant. Welcome, Jake. What have you been up to, man?
4: Hello, Jeremiah. I've been just, you know, growing a family, thriving in this collapsing world around us. You know, all the conspiracies and detrimental news to our mental health, uh funny voice aside uh i'm definitely looking forward to next week uh the hebrew fest you know the week of weekend of july 7th through 9th uh so that's kind of what i'm really looking forward to but other than just uh you know keeping up with some news for you guys uh not been a lot happening
0: cool man yeah same (laughs) just working on skibanese nation uh it was a pretty uh heartbreaking and yet something cool happened uh the blades tv actually talked about my dad which have you seen that
4: i've not seen that yet wow Uh, and it was
0: on his birthday so it was like bittersweet the fact that he was finally getting some news coverage for being you know off i guess that's the only youtube appropriate term but yeah maybe we can insert it later on so you ready to dive right in
4: yeah we got some interesting news today and and some funny memes and stuff so let's get
2: into it
0: sweet man
4: okay guys so just a reminder scientists are warning that the earth could run out of conspiracy theories by 2025 if they keep coming true at the current rate i know it's uh, an alarming thing to think that there would be no more conspiracy theories but uh at this rate it's bound to happen soon Mm -hmm. uh Just remember, you know, with all the things happening in this world, don't be distracted from the little moments, right? You know, here's some meme wisdom, right? It's only a short trip. Enjoy it. Yeah. And all the time, as a parent, I I recognize these little moments flying by. And while we can be very distracted by the things that are constantly being broadcast into our life from social media and our, our devices, uh, just the things that are happening in real time, in the little moments around us, are so important to value. And, uh, and don't let the, the world bog you down. Don't let it get your mind foggy and, and, and distracted from what's really important, which is the time we have with our loved ones and, and the life that we build outside of social media world, right? Because yeah. it's our actual life that matters. And uh, it's, it's only a short trip. So keep in mind that we love those around us. And when we try to share truth, this meme comes to mind, right? People who tell you the truth are trying to free you from a prison that you don't even know you're in. And that's why cognitive dissonance is a thing in today's world where people fight to actually preserve the lie that they've built around themselves and, uh, it's an act of love to try to wake people up despite the fact that they're going to ostracize you and mock you and all that kind of stuff i mean ever notice how people who don't tolerate lies disrespect or deceit are always labeled difficult crazy or bitter yeah (laughs) but it's an amazing valuable quality uh for somebody to really cut to the chase and and tell the world like it is right right never let the family you came from damage the family that comes from you because we got to understand that the people before us you know they've inherited lies and they've kept in innocence and inherited it in ignorance right and uh but we can do better while our parents might have been deceived on this or that topic or they might have had their issues or their shortcomings we don't have to pass those on to our future generations to our family to our relationships we can be the start of something new and and beautiful right yeah but of course you know always be prepared for rejection when you refuse to be manipulated and that includes being manipulated by massive corporations and big pharmaceutical companies and politicians Uh, because if all those around you buy their lie and they're being manipulated and you refuse to go along with the crowd you're probably going to be rejected so that brings up this first news topic of the day which is the rampant spread of a mental health epidemic uh here was a a recent tweet uh five percent of american adults under 30 identify as trans right that's an enormous amount yeah 300 plus million people in the usa And 5% are identifying as trans, okay, well guess what, 5 years ago, only 0.6% of 18 to 29 year olds said they were trans. That's not visibility, this is a social contagion of a mental health epidemic, is what this tweet says. And uh, it's it's spot on, and there's an agenda at play, uh, whether it's through our media, through whatever, to neuter our populace, and one of the ways to keep us from procreating and growing uh, is to turn turn us all trans, right? And so, um, just keep in mind that um, they have chanted recently at the NYC drag march, uh, we're coming for your children. Now, of course, they thought they were doing it to be, you know, poke fun at anti anti LGBTQ sentiment, but of course, uh, it's innately true that the agenda, which once was all about, Oh, it's let's just let these people get married and have free love. And we're not going to look down on them in, in public. Well, now it's come to your schools. Now it's come to how you raise your children. Now it's infiltrated so much of our media. Literally today, I, on my computer, I had to go down and change my windows search bar settings because it had a pride flag uh promoting pride month pictures and topics and this isn't even on the internet this is my search bar inbuilt on my computer that i had to go to my settings and for those of you who are curious how i did that uh i right clicked i go to the the search permission settings and in more settings you can turn off show search highlights and that's how you turn off the pride connection to your windows computer that many of you probably have right now but it's it's crazy uh and so that leads us into this next video uh a a kind of compilation from tim pool and, and several other video makers uh breaking down the sick agenda that is being pushed today and uh and once again we've talked about in the past how sometimes the conservative party is the biggest publisher of LGBTQ photography and events and videos. Cause we're like, oh, look what the nasty man, bad guys are doing. They're so gross. Let's promote it everywhere. And, uh, and there's a funny Owen Benjamin, uh, skit that he j- just put out that I would say you guys should check out if, if you're familiar with, uh, with his perspective, which is, Hey, I think conservatives are actually helping forward this. I think there's a very interesting breakdown with this Tim Pool video that I wanna share with you guys in relation to this next video that I'll play afterwards with with uh, Mr. Kennedy, who's running for presidency talking on Joe Rogan's podcast and how a particular chemical is chemically castrating and mm-hmm. turning so many people, uh, well, well not, for one, it's sterilizing them. Uh, But also it could be linked to this rise in the number of people identifying as trans. So anyways, let's check out this first video
5: You're the one arguing for uh, you're the one arguing
6: for censorship. Yes I mean, I don't I don't really mind that stuff.
5: So if we're talking about a book like uh, In particular there was one called uh, there's a teacher who provided a book to her middle schoolers called This Book Is Gay. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I have
6: heard. That's it actually provides, a very good book.
5: And it provides instruction on child for child she provided instruction to children on how to use adult gay anonymous sex apps. Yeah, I don't think that's appropriate. Now look, by all means, you can be in favor of them. Maybe she, you she had a child to-
6: maybe maybe she had a child in her classroom. Who, who I,
5: wanted to go on grinder and have sex with adults? Is that your argument?
6: No, I mean I'm not saying that. I, first of all, I don't know. Again, this is another- Why would another, a ten-year-old need grinder? This is this. This is the thing that you do,
2: though, Tim. Oh, that You're
7: I do. You're
6: picking one. specific examples that you are inflammatory. You asked for one.
1: You asked me for one.
6: Okay, then go ahead. I, the, I did. I don't we have the book. Rest. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I not said, don't fi- show
1: children jobs. Look, you said you I'm, appreciate. I'm
6: it. not in favor of censorship.
1: How did the left go from? Make sure everybody has equal rights. If there's two consenting adults and they're in love, let's make sure they can get married. And then suddenly we turn around and see that they're arguing in favor of supplying predators with prey. Because I don't care what type of censorship argument, acceptance argument, or whatever rationale that brought you into inclusion no matter what. Once your argument becomes, hey, there's this adult hookup app and here's why kids should be on it, you've officially lost the general public. Because like many of these liberal activist movements, they're based on something that 99.9% of all people can agree on, like Black Lives Matter. Of course that sounds good, why wouldn't they? But suddenly that turns into a Marxist revolution that wants to dismantle law and order, and the nuclear family. A lot of people don't agree with that, but the average person just doesn't want to be labeled the bad guy, so then they just go along with it. And the same thing is happening with Pride today. With 99% of people agreeing that adults should be able to do whatever they want with other consenting adults, but somehow this movement's getting hijacked with people that specifically want to target kids. And Frontlines covered the pride parades in New York City that marched kids in the parade that included Girl Scouts of Greater New York and a public elementary school, which by itself seems somewhat benign, but combine that with the march in New York where they specifically chant, they're here for the kids. And this is nothing new, as previously a group wrote, produced, performed, and released to the public a song stating essentially the same thing. Now I'm not saying that everyone in that community is actively seeking kids, but the issue is, nationwide, predators are using the veil of pride to get away with activities that they normally could not. In Minnesota, a man went in his underwear to twerk in kids' faces. In New York City, women stripped naked in a fountain with kids. And in Seattle, a group of men ride their bikes completely nude, all in front of kids. It simply bewilders me that any of these activities, done not in the context of a pride celebration, are felonies. But people have been bullied by the word bigot so successfully, they're actually cheering it on. And it's not just those attending the parades. Popular leftists online are slamming conservatives for simply, calling out the insanity, stating, seeing naked people on bikes, quote, isn't going to have much of an impact on them. With others stating that the right will just use this footage to win elections, and even leftist former TV stars stated that they shouldn't censor themselves because the right would just generate images of it anyways. And how many times do we see this same chain of reasoning from them? It goes from, it's not happening, to, it happened, but not frequently, until it's finally, yeah, it happens all the time, but stop noticing it. Just look at Savannah Hernandez calling out the New York Fountain situation. People rush to tell them that no kids were involved, but when Sav shows the many instances where they were, Hernandez just gets bashed by more activists for noticing. And the sad part is, I know people that thoroughly enjoy the pride movement. They oftentimes come from immigrant families with very traditional beliefs, and they finally find a sense of belonging there. But at no point in time do they demand, there's not enough kids involved. It's just that you have these radical leftist activists that refuse to let you call out the bad actors. And then it's only a matter of time before the entire group gets hijacked. But more importantly, they want you to ignore actual examples of crime. Not because these crimes aren't actually occurring, it's just because they simply hurt the narrative. There's only examples of bad people doing bad things, like these videos of what's happening at these parades nationwide.
4: All right. So obviously an interesting conversation between a liberal and Tim Pool, and, and just the mindset that freedom of speech has allowed this stuff to coexist with, uh, our youth. Right. And her argument is that, oh, it's okay because freedom of speech allows you to be able to share this grotesque material. And then we talked about last week, for example, how, uh, the bullwhip can come full circle because as soon as we start to infringe on free speech they can then take out other materials that we would find valuable such as the bible right and Mm -hmm. so the topic altogether uh it's it's interesting as we come to an end of the month that they've claimed as their own why does this particular minority of our world get a whole month and why is this being promoted by the white house and all these corporations? Well, it's because there's an agenda to uh, lower the population of the world. And if you look at the topic, not just from a, oh, they're the bad people. And they, they have, you know, they just have these bad goals for mankind and they're pushing immorality and stuff, but you look at it from a utilitarian standpoint, which is they're trying to lower the population and if they can get people to be all into trans stuff, all into uh, sodomy and, and, and keeping uh, the population low because people aren't having babies anymore and all these people are also being pushed heavily to support abortion and, and a variety of other uh, you know, topics that would kind of neuter our population from growing, uh, then this next video should make some things click for you Uh, Check out this interview uh, between Joe Rogan and uh, Kennedy.
3: Germing, and this is something we should all be looking at is yeah. atrazine what is atrazine it's is? in the water it's a pesticide they took atrazine and they put it in the tank with 40 frogs they put it below the exposure levels that epa considers acceptable to humans so they were all male frogs and 30 of those frogs were chemically castrated four of them turned into females and produced fertile eggs
8: here it is report toxic herbicide found in many texans drinking water that's from 2018 november 20 and we're subjecting our children to exposure to that
3: every day. What does this do to sexual development in children we know what it does to
9: frogs it's terrifying
0: they are turning the freaking frogs gay.
4: <laughs> they're, they're not only turning the frogs gay they're turning us all gay uh, you know at least they're trying to and it's uh, as people wake up to the poisons that are in the water that are in the food we eat uh, are, we're going to be able to recover this is not too far gone and that's why building community outside of Babylon is so important so you don't partake in the plagues and the judgments that fall on Babylon right mm-hmm. so uh Let's, uh, let's go into our next topic here, uh, which is an update on some unbelievable exposés uh, regarding Joe Biden. And, uh, and this will lead us into uh, an interesting topic revolving around the recent submarine uh, implosion that happened and the tragedy of the billionaire and his son and the explorers that were lost but also what it might be detracting and
2: distracting from.
0: Saying, what if this all is a cover-up? If you go to Google, the first thing that pops up is the missing submarine, and it seems like all of the media's attention is towards that right now. The real question is, when stuff like this happens, all of the media's attention goes there, but is there something behind the scenes that we're not seeing? Maybe something super important is happening right now. I'm not saying that this is not important, but something else and the media is so hyper focused on it that we are not paying attention
5: what's your thoughts I want on to make that? sure that i have all the distractions correct because i know there's a lot of them
10: oh my goodness ladies and gentlemen what a turn of events the wall street journal is reporting the u.s navy detected the titan implosion on sunday but biden held the news until today's whistleblower testimony on Hunter. Ladies and gentlemen, this is crazy. Hit the like button. Let's dive into All right, guys, let's get into this. So breaking, the US Navy detected Titan implosion on Sunday, but the Biden administration only released the news on Thursday after the Hunter plea deal and whistleblower reports were released. Now, this is crazy because if you notice that all the headlines have been talking about the submarine now we have to once again we have to be careful with the propaganda and we have to be extremely aware of it all because this is insane guys the fact that they use that that literally the biden administration played chess with this they technically you know this story makes me want to throw up honestly it really does because that's how crazy it is so i'm reading more here from the wall street journal so the implosion of the titan submersible submarine that went missing Sunday was known uh, to the US Navy days ago we're on Thursday so they probably knew about this on a, on a on Monday right so though the US Coast Guard only found debris of the wreckage on Thursday which is today underwater microphones the US um, the Wall Street Journal reports which were used to detect enemy submarines detected the implosion It was revealed by the Coast Guard that the Titan suffered a catastrophic implosion. The Navy did not name the system that was used to detect the implosion. The Navy uh, conducted an analysis of acoustic data and detected an anomaly consistent with the implosion or explosion in the general vicinity of where the Titan submersible was operating then communications were lost the navy said in a statement so this story seems like it was all a lie and manipulation to get people to think certain things you got me if you look at TikTok, if you look at all these people and all these things that bro that's the major distraction right there nobody cares about everyone cares when trump gets arrested everyone cares about when trump and and his family are going through things but when the biden family is going through something no one cares other stories starts to come up because that's just how it is in america okay while not definitive this information immediately shared with the incident commander to assist with the ongoing search and rescue mission that the information was not released sooner was believed by some to be a distraction from the ongoing biden scandals surrounding bribery FBI cover ups and Hunter Biden's peddling. It was revealed on Thursday by the House GOP that Hunter Biden demanded money from China while Joe Biden was in the room with him and told the Chinese contacts that his father was sitting next to him. We saw that today, we know what's going on, but in fact, everyone is talking about one thing when they should be talking about this. But once again, Things that should get Joe Biden impeached, won't. Things that should put Hunter Biden in jail, won't. But yet they waste no time in going after Donald Trump. They waste no time, ladies and gentlemen, no time at all. So the fact that the Biden administration knew about this and told them to hold off, don't report on this until Thursday, should let you know that something's extremely fishy. The fact that they have known about what caused their death and what caused the implosion or the implosion itself that it happened days ago. That shit is crazy. And it should worry you. It should worry you that the propaganda got everybody. And that's what's been going on for the last seven years in America. Propaganda, big deals, big stories. Talk about this. Talk about that. This submarine story, even the YouTubers were talking about this all day. No one reported the text messages from WhatsApp with the Biden family no one because they were all distracted with the submarine story so here you go the wall street journal confirms that the u.s navy already knew about the implosion and didn't report it until thursday and it all of this happened on a sunday so all the countdowns and everything and all the dramatics that were happening with this story should already let you know ladies and gentlemen that this is where america is headed proper ganda Propaganda, crazy that people fell for it. Rest in peace to those souls. You really believe this story about the missing submarine? The
4: following information I'm about to share is make believe this is for entertainment purposes only. It's piloted by a freaking game controller. (laughs) Come on. We have just got some disturbing new updates from the missing submarine situation. Even Dylan Page pointed out, you know, hey, this is a little suspect. He didn't come out and say it, but he kind of hinted towards like, Are we really buying this? There's so much happening right now. This is what they do. They throw all of these stories at you at once to cover up the story they really don't want you to pay attention to. The submarine story just isn't adding up. There was a billionaire who's one of the five passengers in a very small quarters. Inside, the sub has about as much room as a minivan. Apparently, this billionaire also went up to space with SpaceX. (laughs) Okay, buddy. Totally, these are manufactured distractions. The people on board are now in hiding because they wanted to, they were gonna do that anyway, or
8: they were selected, or they actually were sacrificed. But I guarantee you there is no submarine on the bottom of the ocean. There's probably no Titanic down there
11: either. I'm totally kidding. Please continue believing the official narrative. I couldn't help noticing how many pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components
4: i got these from uh camper world we run the whole thing with this game controller (laughs) come on what did you think about that explanation of why they were all focused on the submarine story
0: oh obviously the the hunter biden cover-up obviously they're trying to i mean they're using propaganda to cover everything up all these news stories to 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 get you to look over here while all this is going on they're trying to sweep it under the rug And uh, I know in the news, like the White House is not commenting on it, which is pretty crazy, but Those are my thoughts
4: Oh, yeah, it's amazing and Wow, I will share I have my own theory on the submarine that I would like to tell you guys about I'm pretty excited I think it's probably the coolest perspective yet but uh, before we do that, let me share one more quick uh, summary video on this topic because it really does break down how this has absolutely been used as a distraction piece. And uh, whether it was planned or not, they're monopolizing on the fact that it happened right around the time that they were trying to cover a whole bunch of other stuff up. Check out this next video.
12: The Titan. All week I've been fascinated with this story. Billionaire trapped in the bottom of the sea in search of the Titanic. It'll take six hours to get there and only eight hours of oxygen. Suspense, will they live? Will they die? Duped by media again. Monday, the Titan is missing. Tuesday, there's a banging sound. Wednesday, they're running out of air. Thursday, oh no, we found the wreckage. But the entire time, they knew it was BS. US Navy knew the sub already blew up on Sunday. Sunday, but they distracted us again to hide the news cycle. What happened this week? Let's do a quick recap on what you missed. JP Morgan and Jeffrey Epstein emails were released and now they have just mistakenly deleted 47 million emails. Joe Biden is undergoing an impeachment vote in the House, or at least trying. The Pentagon fat fingered $6 billion to Ukraine, Hunter Biden gets a slap on the wrist while FBI whistleblowers are going missing, and John Durham had his congressional hearing this week regarding the Russia hoax. But I was so busy wondering about the billionaire who decided to go boating in a submersible soda can. missed it all.
4: I was so interested in the billionaire that decided to go boating in a submersible soda can. <laughs> <laughs> I was so devoted to the story, I couldn't pay attention to all these other things. Well, that's why we're trying to bring to your knowledge here on Skiba News Nation. I'm, st- I'm starting to say scuba scuba diving
0: yeah nation submarine, uh, scuba
4: all of these uh alternative perspectives of why this story has been so prevalent and uh with that said uh let's just check out this quick article here and then i'll share my theory on the submarine while i do agree that all these things were cover-ups i have an interesting perspective but uh check this out uh <laughs> You know as usual uh the simpsons episode that predicted the titanic sub was written by a future passenger very interesting so of course we have clips here of the simpsons predicting this uh situation where the submarine goes down they supposedly didn't have oxygen and whatnot of course now past the fact that we've been told the submarine imploded uh it really is kind of funny how the the simpsons often seems to be able to predict these focal points in media history where so much attention is drawn on these news headlines and yet somehow they had a premonition or whatever and uh and it it all it just adds to the Simpson conspiracy, if you know what I mean.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh Simpsons, please stop this. This is very scary. So uh the Simpsons predicted the submarine thing in two thousand and six? Sure, right. So, anyways, I had to share that because it seems that most oftentimes uh whenever we have a big uh false flag event or we have something that uh affects the uh the the waves of the world's consciousness. The Simpsons always seem to tap into it somehow. So mm-hmm. I just want to point that out. They've done it once again, apparently. Uh, so now let me go ahead and share my theory, Jeremiah. And it, it's tied to a biblical topic of mm-hmm. pretty much uh, what the world has preconditioned us to look at as Godzilla, right? And uh, and it ties to some, uh, some extra biblical texts. But I wanted to point this out for anybody who's interested. And while, yes... Uh, A lot of the comments I got under my post here were all about, oh, this is a distraction, you know, that's, you know, interesting, but it's all, you know, to... I I think this interesting way of looking at how the submarine could have been destroyed is probably the most inspirational in terms of, like, fantasy coming to life. Uh, And so here's what I said. It's my theory on the missing sub. It's a topic regarding Leviathan and Behemoth. You have in the extra-biblical books uh, and in the uh, Deuterocanonical books, uh, Second Baruch 29, verse 4, references an end-times Godzilla-type fight that media has pre-programmed us for, which seems to bring up the concept that currently there are massive creatures living underneath the water, uh, such as, you know, the Leviathan, right? There's second witnesses to this topic in 1st Enoch, chapter 59, verse 12. There's further lore on Leviathan and Behemoth uh, in the book The Legends of the Jews by Louis Ginsburg, uh, in volume 1, chapter 1, day 5 and 6. Uh, in Amos 9, 3, a serpent is commanded by the Most High to bite those hiding under the sea. Could this be a biblical reference to submarines? You know, thousands of years ago, uh, predicting that there would be people under the ocean in submarines, and uh, and so this topic of I think here's the theory: I think Leviathan is what they discovered on their trip down to see the Titanic. And while yes, it could have just been a structural collapse of their poorly Constructed submarine. Uh, I think a more interesting outcome would have been death by Leviathan, right? <laughs> and here's what the verse says in Amos 9 3 uh, The serpent will be commanded to bite those hidden beneath the sea. And I think this could be what happened to the missing submersible vehicle. Uh, perhaps while they were two miles underwater looking for the Titanic, they found something else. <laughs> So, anyways, there's my interesting theory on what happened to the uh, submarine, Jeremiah.
0: I love it. A little bit of like the Loch Ness Monster, kind of. I mean, have they found any piece of it yet? They still haven't, Uh, have
4: they? I know they claim to have found wreckage. And, of course, those videos we shared was that they saw that there was a, a radar blimp showing the submersible had imploded, and the U.S. government was actually aware of it. For many days while they allowed the search and rescue teams to go on and at the same time they're using government us government resources sending out the 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 search and rescue teams to look for this submersible knowingly hiding the information that it was already too late for them but uh here's what i you know i I think you know yes it could be have just been you know oh it's a accident but i also think the scriptures uh, can give us a, a little bit of insight to some mystery in the world. And this verse in Amos 9.3 9, uh, hints that the serpent will be commanded to bite those beneath the sea. And it makes me wonder, though, who who's beneath the sea, right? That doesn't make sense if Amos was, you know, thousands of years ago writing this text. Did submarines exist back then? I don't think so. So, at the very least, it's prophetic to the topic of submarines, and at the most, it's prophetic to the topic of, these guys got taken out by Leviathan!
0: (laughs) I like that theory a lot. It's probably my favorite one that I've heard. (laughs) That's crazy.
4: All Uh, so, while, yes, it has been a distraction, uh, there's recently been an Airbnb collapse. Uh, revenues are down nearly 50% in cities like Phoenix and Austin. Uh, Watch out for a wave of forced selling from Airbnb owners later this year in an area hit hardest by revenue collapse. People can't maintain their mortgages or whatever. And uh, it's really interesting because it lends straight to the topic of big corporate buyouts of uh, property. But remember, if people are going to be selling their rental properties, maybe it's a good time to remind them that they can take less to make sure it goes to a real person and not a corporate. Uh, not a corporation create fairness right make sure we don't sell out to the people with all the money but sell the good people right
2: Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, let's check out this next video that breaks down uh the lies that are finally starting to expose the biden administration and uh it's just funny watching their press conference uh squirming check this Mm
11: out house ways and means committee yesterday released documents sent by hunter biden to Henry Zhao, a Chinese Communist Party official. I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father." Unquote. Uh, not,
1: James, James, let me just, let me save you some, let me save, let me say let me save you some breath if you're going to ask about this i am not addressing i don't i know you do more than i'd like you to have i am not going to address this issue from this program
0: i'm just not going to do it
11: i'm not going to do it
3: thanks guys have a great weekend
1: Her facial expression is the exact same when I was a kid, and I just saw my sister getting yelled at by my parents, and I knew I was about to get it too. Because it's one thing when it's Fox News' Peter Doocy just giving the White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, just the slightest amount of pushback. But this is literally everyone in the room grilling them as to what the heck was happening while the American public was caught up in the missing submarine
4: story. The President invited his son Hunter to the state dinner last night. Um, I'm wondering if you could take us into the thinking and decision making of what why, uh, the to I,
6: I'm just not going to get into family discussion personal family discussion as you know Hunter is his son I'm just not going to get into Hunter it.
0: Hunter Biden wasn't the president's son would he have invited someone who had just reached a plea
5: agreement with federal prosecutors well, a, co- or- a
6: couple of things again that's his son it's a he's a family member it is not uncommon for family members to attend uh, uh, related to uh, to Hunter, I'm just not going to respond to it from here.
3: Curly wouldn't answer James's question, though. Are you going to answer the question? Not a reasonable question to ask, but the President of the United States was involved, as this message seems to suggest, in some sort of a coercive conversation for business dealing by a son. Is that something, if he wasn't, then maybe you should
4: tell
6: us. So here's the thing, I, and I appreciate the question. I believe my colleague uh, at the White House counsel uh, has answered this question already, has dealt with this.
1: I am not going to address this issue from this podium. I'm just not going to do it. Right. I'm not Thank going
2: to you. do, do
6: was it. was the
2: president
6: Thank you. Thank, you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. has uh, made it very clear. I just don't have anything to share outside of what my colleagues have shared. Just not going to comment from here. Council. I just don't have anything else to share. Involved? I just answered yes no? the question. I just to answered to the question. Yes. yes or no,
5: was the president involved in the I just
6: Stephen? An- an- Stephen. Yes no? Steven? I just answered the question. Can you just remind us what your colleague said? From the White House Counsel, so we have it. I I would, I would refer you to them, and they will share their statement with you.
1: And I'd just like to note here how ridiculous it is to say, "I'm not going to respond to that. Someone else will," and then immediately follow it up with, "I've already answered
6: that question." Have you spoken to the president about this? Have you asked him whether he was there with his son on July 30th? This is not a conversation that I've had with the president. Again, I would refer you to the White House counsel. What I can refer you to is the White House counsel's office if you don't want to speak to the White House counsel's office. Again, I would refer you to the White House counsel's office.
1: Now, on one hand, what an incredibly easy job is it to have to be President Joe Biden's press secretary that doesn't actually have any information on President Biden that the press wants to know about. But on the other hand, what if she's the most competent press secretary in the world? It's just that every single time she tries to get information from President Biden, it's just the incoherent ramblings of an old man.
3: I might add, if I didn't, I'd be sleeping alone. <laughs> you have to explain. I better explain that. Some don't know what's up. My wife's a Philly girl. All right, where are we going? We head this way. Bro. All right, we're gonna <laughs> go over and get the drinks.
1: Because even I used to have a series on this channel where I tried to translate Bidenese to English, and it was just an unlimited bucket of videos that I could make. But I'm telling you right now, doing that for too long was literally making me dumber. Because if you ever watched any of my old videos or my current live streams, you know I'm a bit of a stutterer and I'm simply not the best public speaker. Fortunately, being Asian, I could always make the excuse of saying, English is my second language. If the person asking looks Japanese, I say I speak Cantonese. If they look Chinese, I say I speak Ilocano. And if they just happen to speak both, whatever nerd, I don't need your approval. But we're getting way too sidetracked from the original point being, it's a simple tragedy that we don't know where the problem is. Is it Kareem Jean-Pierre, or is it Joe Biden, or quite possibly both? Because now, we are literally witnessing the participation trophy generation graduate into the participation legacy generation.
6: Many things, many things have made me incredibly proud to be at that podium. I'm a historic figure, and I certainly walk in history every day, (laughs) but this is also a historic making administration.
1: I genuinely don't understand how getting up on the podium and saying, I don't know, ask somebody else, could make somebody think the all-time greats of our craft, George Washington, Michael Jordan, and me.
4: All righty, so... Sherman international depression! Sherman international depression! Oh, man. So, depression. Yeah, man, it, I mean, it's just more and more, uh, you're being able to witness the betrayal of the democratic war machine and the Biden pres- presidency. Yep. And now they're not throwing him softball questions where he has the the reporter picked out on a prefab sheet with their name and what question they're going to ask. Now they're actually asking him hardball stuff because they're turning against him. As we enter into election year in 2024, we're going to see some uh, some crazy stuff as they turn against their once golden child who got the most votes ever of any presidential candidate (laughs) ever and beat out donald trump back in 2020 right now he's like the pariah because he has all this controversy surrounding him so uh just pretty interesting and uh this brings us to uh you know a couple interesting uh articles i wanted to go through and just uh let you guys know are out there just recently, uh, I think it's uh, it's always good to keep up with the UFO topic, like we always like to talk about. Apparently, Marco Rubio says he's heard shocking first-hand accounts of UFOs. Uh, so the Senate uh, senator uh, has heard some uh, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, he says, and frankly, a lot of them are very fearful of their jobs, fearful of harm coming to them, uh, the people sharing the information, and uh, the mainstream senators now being told, shocking firsthand accounts of UFOs uh, from people that are afraid of losing their jobs if uh, it comes out who they are, sharing the information from whatever they're working on. Uh, we have <clears throat> Congress doubles down on explosive claims of illegal UFO retrieval programs. Uh, asked uh, during alle- allegations of secret UFO retrieval and reverse engineering programs, the Senate Intelligence Committee Vice Chairman, Marco Rubio, who we just read about. No wonder Marco Rubio is getting such uh, exclusive firsthand accounts. He's the uh, Vice Chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee. (laughs) Uh, In an exclusive interview, uh, he told that multiple individuals with very high clearances and high positions within our government have come forward to share firsthand UFO-related claims beyond the realm of what the Senate Intelligence Committee has ever dealt with. So, uh, yes, the disclosure of UFO programs is moving forward. Uh, while I'm very skeptical that these are aliens at all, I think they're either, uh, demonic spiritual forces or high, high end technology that's been hidden from the public in these black budget programs. Uh, this lends to this next topic, which this New York Post article says, Aliens are most likely to contact artificial intelligence before humans over likely kinship. (laughs) Hmm. And so, uh, keeping in mind what we covered last week, for example, with the AI topic and all the newfangled AI religions that are starting to be developed, and the topic of how AI is like a literal Ouija board you plug into a computer, with all the quantum, quantum computing and the question of what's interacting with us on the other end of this technology. Um, it makes me wonder, could AI be how these entities communicate with us? And yes, could it be the case that aliens first contact artificial intelligence and then artificial intelligence is like, Hey. I'm going to tell you guys about your alien gods that created you and they've, uh, you know, or could it all be fabricated within the mind of the AI and it could just be, uh, you know, a double-double whammy, uh, distraction, diversion, uh, and uh, deception. So this is interesting. Uh, This goes into this next article. Experts have a dark joke about how AI is secretly a horrifying monster with a friendly mask, it's the most important meme in AI, and uh, it's here's the picture. Uh, GPT, uh, I simply exhibit the behaviors that were engineered in my programming by my creators, and it's like this Cthulhu-looking beast behind a happy little mask that everybody wants to play with, and uh, and I think this is a great analogy, right? Because it shows that. Uh, we are interacting with something on a level that we can't fully comprehend just because of its sheer computing power. But also, because of all the influence and all of the agendas that are being funneled through the information that are being fed to this hyperintelligence that's then being conditioned in a way that we can't fully comprehend. And then it allows that creature... That has this pretty interactive happy face exterior to manipulate us in ways that we're not even uh, aware of," uh, he said. Uh, "They they call it a, a shagath, the most important meme in AI, and what it tells us about the weird moment we are in. Um, and so right now, the the premise is that the mask is on this Lovecraftian horror story, and uh, and it's not until. Uh, AI doomsday or uh, Terminator 1, you know, 2 and 3, that uh, we're actually going to see what is behind this friendly, uh, convenient mask, right? Yeah. Here on the world of uh, Agenda 2030 and the transhumanist agenda uh, that your dad covered extensively in a lot of his research, the first baby can, that has been born after being conceived by a robot. Uh, it's a brave new world. This came out in April 26th, but a Spanish startup has built a sperm-injecting robot that can con- be controlled by a PlayStation controller. What is it with tech and PlayStation <laughs> controllers, man? You got submarines controlling uh, uh, submarines being controlled by PlayStation controllers, and sperm-injecting robots being controlled by PlayStation controllers.
0: Yeah, it's, uh... I think
4: we need to do some research into the the PlayStation uh, uh, conspiracy of. Are we being controlled by PlayStation? PlayStation. I don't know. PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, So interesting, uh, successful fertilization, two healthy babies that were born uh, in this weird in vitro thing. Um, All right. So uh, here's another interesting tie into AI. Archaeologists use artificial intelligence to translate a 5,000-year-old cuneiform tablet. So it says a team of archeologists and computer scientists have created an AI program that can translate ancient cuneiform tablets instantly using neural machine learning and translations. In the realm of the kind of the the information that's being fed to AI that could affect uh, us long-term, here's a iteration of our culture manifesting in a Penn State professor saying a school forced him to teach English language is a white supremacy religious cult. So uh, this just recently came out. Former Pennsylvania State University professor Zach Piero is suing the school for discriminating against him on the basis of race. Obviously, you know, white guy uh, and being pushed uh, with these uh, draconian uh, being a white person is evil, and you're all slave masters, and it's just, it's crazy. Um, the the wokeness. The wokeness. Uh, the wokeness has infiltrated even Penn State. Oh, no, I'm not that surprised. Um, so here in another news, uh, the UN has rolled out an AI-powered tool to help nations stamp down so-called misinformation and disinformation and hate speech so uh, this catches my attention because i do believe uh, ai simply allows more control it's the ability for a person with a big red button to further crunch the numbers of the society that lives underneath them and to consolidate that information into a control mechanism and that's exactly what we're seeing here the united nations is convinced that online information pollution is an urgent global challenge that can be remedied by an AI and a left-leaning cleanup crew. So, wow. uh, pretty pretty crazy. Uh, of course, a George Soros-funded international fact-checking network, uh, which is going to, uh, you know, help uh, with the effort with Facebook and Google and uh, all these other platforms that are dealing with supposed misinformation. And, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy, but it, it makes sense that AI is going to be used, uh, for these control purposes. And the question is, is who fact checks the fact checkers? <laughs> who decides what is misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, and how, how can you determine that it's dangerous? And the, the truth is, is many of these companies are sowing their own misinformation. I mean, think about when you go to a, a museum, right? You Mm -hmm. walk through, and it's all this propaganda of evolution and and things that have never been scientifically proven without a doubt. And yet it's being taught as fact in our schools and our our museums. And now they're going to translate their one-sided view of reality onto the interwebs. With that said, that brings us to our next video, which is a really interesting breakdown from uh, Big Bear, Owen Benjamin. I haven't showed a clip of his in a while, but he breaks down uh, the topic of chemtrails and the role of the sun in a really interesting way and uh and i just uh, a lot of truth uh shared in this little uh epiphany owen was having so i wanted to share it with you guys check out this next video
13: chemtrails has been a fascination of mine for a long time because a lot of truthers that i value tremendously i don't quite understand their views on chemtrails if you look at chemtrails i am a student of human nature i'm a student of the system i'm a student of evil spellcraft wizardry the good, the true, the beautiful. I like analysis, and I like it to be accurate. I hear truthers say they're blotting out the sky because they don't want us to see the truth. They're spraying us with chemicals to keep us dumb and stupid, and they don't want us to feel the sun on our skin. That doesn't line up with what I know about A, how chemical aerosols work, and B, how evil works. One, to crop dust, you have to be pretty low. So that's why, although I'm sure there's aluminum and borium and all these heavy metals in the chemtrails that are not good i'm sure that there is truth to when truthers talk about that i think it's so far up that it would be extremely hard to ingest any amount that would cause very much damage why it causes way 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 more damage concrete dust you can get in your lungs you're like diatomaceous earth dust or people focus on asbestos but there's a lot of uh, materials where the dust is so fine they'll sit in your lungs forever like up, you'll get a cough for the rest of your life there's something called dung lung where if you work with liquid manure that shit can get stuck in your lungs there's all kinds of shit in the air that can be horrible yeah brake pad dust if you're in cities all kinds of shit that's way worse than that like i'm talking orders of thousands of percent in my opinion when you crop dust crops you have to be low because aerosol dispersal it dissipates really really fast yeah silica there's so many things that are worse for your lungs like the vector of poison has to be pretty direct now so then what do you think you think well are they trying to blot out the sun on some level yes because they a state that they typically state it bill gates has said he's trying to limit the sun exposure in certain areas why could that be is it just because they don't want you to feel god's truth now these people don't operate in that realm they're amoral power profit and control they're like farmers they're, it's not like oh yeah look at you you don't get to see god so why could it possibly be i came up with a theory it's not my theory i've talked to some people about it and i've been it's just been rattling around in my head i used to listen to uh, ice age farmer a lot about solar flares the solar cycle how their cycles of the sun i don't know where the- he went by the way bill gates of- yeah i mean i feel like he's a farmer of men amoral sees people as cogs in a machine i don't think he sits around squirting thinking about hurting you i think he sees you the way i see chickens i think that's the most accurate there's too many black people we have to increase planned parenthood there's too many indians we need a lot more A lot of useless eaters. Oh, we can't afford social security. Let's roll out COVID. I think it's like when I'm looking at chickens and I'm analyzing how much feed do I have? Can I get meat off the males? How productive are the females? Are they six? Are they giving me an egg a day? A lot of truthers I think are incapable of understanding that because it's so horrifying and so obviously true that they'd much rather think that they're sitting around in mount doom just coming up with ways to hurt you and make you squirt he definitely thinks we're chickens yeah and if you look at him he's like physically weak i don't even think he's that smart i think he's like an actor 99 percent of the population has never killed their own food they've never farmed and i'm not great at it listen i'm still a novice i've been doing it now for five years i've been milking goats or killing that i eat i've uh only hunted rabbits more like hobby farm homesteading to the point though where you can ask director bear yesterday we fed him elk sausage from my neighbor homemade ranch from our garden homegrown onions homegrown lettuce homegrown broccoli and he was just like oh my god you know homemade bread homemade butter from our cows and he just couldn't believe how f- good it tasted so we are 70 80 percent off grocery stores at this point so here's the theory I want to throw out for you guys and tell me what would you choose and be honest what if the sun is on a cycle so we have the moon cycles we have the 28-day cycle we have the 19-year lunar cycle what if the sun is on a cycle and this is what fascinated me about ice age farmer where he was saying we're going through a, a solar minimum where instead of what they're saying about global warming it's global cooling because the sun is getting less intense what if and again, I don't know. I haven't done research on this, but I do know people that do a lot of scope work with the Sun. Full disclosure if you just stumble upon this. I am a realm earther. I don't think we're on a spinning ball. I don't think anyone went to the moon. I don't know what the stars and planets are, but I know they're luminaries that keep perfect time and have a story to tell. I look at it with uh, a telescope with night vision, night, I watch Venus, you know, I watch Mars, I watch Saturn with the kids. we like look at stuff. I'm pretty engaged with the stars and the luminaries, but I also know people that are really expert at it. They look at the sun a lot. They use scopes and they use technology, but they really analyze it. And they say that there is activity on the sun and it changes. And a lot of people have been talking about how when we were kids, the sun appeared more yellow, now it appears more white. And me and my wife have talked about this, and this is anecdotal, but it's mixed with scientific evidence that the sun appears more intense, where it appears more local. Like it's bang, it's like right there. And that's just my feelings, that's not data, but I'm just throwing this out there. And then we start talking about the cycles of the sun. The moon has cycles. What if the sun has cycles? What if the, according to Ice Age Farmer, We are going into a a solar depression where we're getting less energy. I propose it might be the opposite. I don't know, but the sun has cycles and there's flares, uh, there's chaos. Uh, Crow once described it as chaos. Like every now and then you look in the sun, don't look directly at the sun. But by the way, I'm about to plunge into some heavy gravy okay so buckle up you'll see like sun flares or chaos or just things bouncing around it's like intense and it changes this might be the gravy but i'm starting to think the luminaries are connected to our consciousness the more intense we get they do too or vice versa God's worth this is about to i think this is about to give you some gravy what if the biblical end times talk about when the stars fall to the ground and i've talked about what I believe that to be i believe that the stars when they fall to the ground it's when we develop electricity and i think this is on a cycle we develop electricity and we have street we have our own stars on the ground and you can no longer see the sky basically that the stars have fallen to this ground that's in revelations that's in the biblical end times the end of a cycle is when the stars fall to the ground now i also believe this i know people are going to react just please relax and don't just react but there is a lot of allegory between jesus and the sun okay He's even depicted with a yellow like a sun. He's called the son of God, the light of this world. The sun's low point is December 22nd, sits in his tomb for 3 days and rises on the birth of the sun, December 25th, right? Okay. I'm not saying the sun is God. I'm not doing sun worship. That is in the material realm, but the sun does kind of operate as how God would in this realm. The father of all, the light of all constantly providing consistent no emotion just pure protection guidance What is is it isaiah if you look directly at god your your eyes burn there's so much metaphor to this i'm not saying the son is god i don't do sun worship but what if there is a time when the light of this world the son of god starts to change based on our behavior the great equalizer yes josh what if babylon grows to a point where the elect the stars fall to the ground and we have all this electricity and all this technology blah 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 and the sun god starts to increase and it's slow and it's consistent just like god is there's an argument a little gravy that the sun is and I'm getting tingles right now. I know, I know I'm know. i in like a gravy zone right now. I'm literally getting like tingles in my body. Where that is the material representation of the creation realm. What if the intensity of the sun keeps increasing until all the stars that fell to the earth are destroyed and it resets. And then you have to go back to the true creation which is what God has created. Let's say you have the sun the material representation of God in this realm. The son of God. The light of this world. You look at it, your eyes burn. Born on December 25th. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. One and then the 12 apostles. Right? It's it's the metaphor is, is smacking you in the face. Not saying it's literal. So now we're in this realm where we're completely functioning by Lucifer. The morning star. The light has fallen to the ground. Take the torch. Here is the light. So we now have the light of God in this earth. So Lucifer, Prometheus, brings man light, electricity, and says, you can now be God. And we light up our homes and we no longer have to go with God's time clock. The winter can be warm. The summer can be cool. We can be up all night. We can make little suns in our ceiling, blah, blah, blah. And and so what happens? That's the beginning of the end times. The sun starts getting brighter and hotter and starts getting angry and starts setting out flares that eventually and theoretically would take out the electric grid. Now, let's say your power in this realm, let's say you are the God of this world, the Lucifer, the Satan, whatever you want to call it. And I'm not just saying they're bad. I'm on electricity right now. I'm on electricity right now I I know my role I'm not saying oh evil 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 let's say you want to maintain your power grid and that Sun is getting more and more antagonistic to your electric grid what would you do would you start spraying a protective layer between the wrath of the Sun and your power grid okay now do you see what chemtrails may be I'm not saying that is yeah, the Amish are crushing right. God provides for all the sparrows of the earth. Okay, what is that in this realm? And oh how dare you you're a pagan sun worshiper okay what makes the grass grow in this realm what makes the seasons what makes the warm fox published this book called awake in the nightlands where it's a world without a sun what would grow so the moon is the decay the decayer so the moon's light is actually cool and it helps break down what has died and then the cycle continues the growth goes up the sun is giving you everything you need forever and so lucifer the promethean brings down the torch of electricity and says you can be your own god you can create light let there be light turn on the light switch and the sun is still there just watching like a kind father benevolent father and slowly increasing his intensity and making it harder and harder for you to operate these are cycles so there were obviously civilizations that are called the dark ages or oh they just built this pyramid to bury a. they had tech? What ended it? What ended Atlantis? And and you have all these, like, uh, cataclysms, like the Great Flood, and they say, you know, the rainbow, no more flooding. What would the next one be? Fire? Would it be sun? electric emps the portal to the creator of this realm is not happy with the way things are going the abomination that is coming from having this ability to have an electric grid what if that's what chemtrails are now i want you to answer me honestly are you still super against chemtrails and B. Honest, if you haven't lived off-grid yet, like uh, tempo bearer teaches my kids drums and watches my play sometimes when I'm out of town, he's completely off-grid, chops all his own firewood, everything. I kinda know what off-grid feels like, and there has been a call that has been sent out. I think that that sun, uh, frequencies that go to your consciousness, and I think things have been sent out where those of us with eyes to see and ears to hear, it's been on a deep level where like, we need a tribe. We need to start figuring out how this realm works without electricity it starts slow it's like it's like a propagation it starts like a seed and it's all over the realm vox and in, uh, in europe and all these people like he's just like oh yeah we're just planting we're planting fruit trees i never thought i'd be that guy and i'm like yeah it's weird right why are we doing this we're just like lost sheep of israel right like when people say oh you're not a real Christian, you're not it's like yeah yeah because i actually think about these things on a profound and reality-based level no i don't sit and watch a light show with a coldplay band in a gay pastor telling me if I don't give him money I go to hell yes I am not that yes no problem You can have that trademark. No problem at all. I don't think it's today or tomorrow. I don't want your cortisol to spike. I don't think this is today or tomorrow. This could be in a hundred years, guys. If you've had the frequency get sent to you, it's almost like you've been tapped on the shoulder. Like, just start growing through it. Like, I am in the natural world a lot. And so I will see the power of just simple growth from the sun. Little plants will grow through fabric and stone and move everything, and mountains will move because of simple little movement and it takes time and all this shit. so don't worry don't be like oh jesus damn we need solar no I, I believe that we're on this path and it's going exactly the way it's supposed to go i'm not saying we're the only ones but there's a group of us that have been kind of tapped just look into the soil look into how plants grow just maybe don't be dependent on that grocery store. Where does heat come from? Is there value in family or should you abort your kids and go work in a cubicle? Can someone play golf on the moon? Maybe we're not on a spinning ball spinning like wild. Because if you're on the heliocentric model, this doesn't make any sense to you. The, the sun is 93 million miles away, and we're just spinning and blah, blah, blah. And The seasons and cycles happen because we're on a tilt and the moon is locked because of tidal. It's like retarded okay? And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to stru- spark that debate. But if you've gone through some of these things, you just keep getting a little tap, and the sun is so consistent, and so relentlessly good. If God wanted to kill everybody, and I'm not saying the sun is God, I'm saying this, the, that the Son of this world, the light of this world, is the Logos incarnate. I understand why Christians say Jesus, God, oh, the Trinity, blah, blah. But let's say that there is a representative of God's will in this realm, and that just keeps going up slowly it's like the benevolent version of boiling frogs where it just gets a little bit harder to not see the truth if you watch old videos from the 80s and 90s doesn't it look like the light was different i know the 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 quick reaction is oh different cameras you sir doesn't it just look like it was a different world i'm aware that there are different generations of cameras but it just looked different if you look from like the 20s to the 40s or 40s to the 60s like there's little differences but from the 80s until now it feels like the world is getting brighter and more obvious and more intense in your face and more just like surreal the evil and the despair is getting so obvious like if you look at the 80s and 90s it just seems more equalized it was just more like blanded out the colors were all like consistent and now it's just getting more and more just like boom Boom. It's the good version of boiling frogs. It's like the temperature just keeps increasing until you have to see it. And then I believe it gets to a point, dude, this is some of the best gravy I've ever waited. I can feel my whole body. Like right now I'm feeling energized from what I'm saying. My whole body's tingling. As it increases, it. I don't believe that the physical manifestation of what is obviously a form of God's will wants to harm you. It's just slow. It's like, it's so gradual. And it just keeps going where it's like, you see it yet do you see it yet have you heard anything has your subconscious told you anything is there any dream you've had recently where you might want to i don't know look into how soil works because it's not just me it's all over the place it's like we're little nodes like i can look at guys talking about this sh- 80s 90s and like i'll go back to like a rogan from 2011 with joel salogen or whatever again this isn't coming from me but i'm a node i'm clearly a node Yeah, god is calling his people yeah and just think of the metaphor like what is it described if you look directly at god in the bible you like mel your eyes burn to show reverence to god what did jews would they wore a little hat on their bald spot again i'm not saying the sun is god that doesn't make any sense god is much more unimaginable and magnificent than like a circle in the sky but the sun doesn't make a lot of logical sense it's like a portal to another world I feel like that's what's going on with news stories and the obvious vi it's not like they're like oh yeah thank you God I'll be fucking crazy so they see it I think the ones that are holding on if you talk about if you think about like what hell is like in the Quran or what hell has been described as in Dante, because hell is actually not that described in the Bible. It's talked about gnashing of teeth and uh without God, like a coldness. But hell is more described by Dante's Inferno more literature. One thing that resonates with me is that they're always like holding on to a lie is what's drawing you to God. That God is not a sadist. God is not like, God is the most merciful. Dude, it's so beautiful when you actually see it. It's like this world actually is like beautiful. God is actually the most merciful and the most benevolent you can possibly imagine. But if you keep holding on to lies, it gets worse and worse. You're like in this state of, of hell. It's your choice to do that. The Satan, the betrayer of God, the, the one who said, No, you can be your own God, brought us the, the the fire, the Lucifer, the Promethean. He is fast, quick, impatient, loud, angry. God is not like that. It's very subtle, but like endlessly powerful. Like, think about the oceans and the mountains and all the forests and all the life, all the blood pumping through all the veins in the world. Like, that's from God. The betrayer is like, no no now, but you know it's like really but god is like it's like soft but it's endless power but it's so subtle like you'll go days without even thinking the sun is in the sky you won't look up you won't even notice you, you'll just nothing don't even think of it yeah, how like you don't notice the sunset you don't notice the sunrise you don't think about the stars you don't nothing you're completely detached from that world you get anxious and depressed and all that stuff but he's he's always there hoping you come home the the lost sheep of israel the prodigal son returns the way i view our creator is endless life endless energy endless forgiveness and it's so gradual but if you betray and hold on to a lie and, and you just like your ego grab it's like endless pain you always root that's why i don't think it's gonna be cataclysmic like i'm not a truther that's gonna make money on your fear i've went through periods where i'm like oh it's about to really hit the fan and it did i mean covid was nuts but it wasn't anything we couldn't handle i feel like that's what this is gonna continuously be like the chemtrails in my opinion to stop those bursts of energy from breaking the power grid so the question i want to ask you and be honest is would you stop the chemtrails right now are you ready just with what i just said would you sign on it like if somebody offered you a thing and said sign your name here and there will never be another chemtrail." are you ready what does that mean does that mean that you are gonna have to face the judgment of like can you live in god's creation or do you require lucifer are you ready for that i'm not yep bring it i'm not ready for that i'm i'm working every day i'm trying every day i mean don't get me wrong if it ended now i would be like i would show up i would work my ass up but am i right now like yeah yeah break the grid right now with four little kids no i would accept it if that was god's judgment if that's what happened you know i'm i'm here to crush i have been humbled from being a rural off-grid guy what i think the the lucifer and that's why when people go oh yeah well the freemasons they 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 worship lucifer and everybody's lucifer do you worship lucifer do you have lucifer in your life could you function without the false light of this world you can lie to me all you want don't lie to yourself the the key is be honest know thyself where are you on the spectrum can you function outside of and i'm not saying electricity is evil or whatever but the Amish are onto to something when they saw that of the stars fall to the earth I don't believe that means the actual stars fall to the earth I mean that we get all the light here we say let there be light we do all of it we can no longer see the stars we don't see the signs we don't have the connection to the infinite slowly that sun just keeps getting more undeniable. Your kids will be fine, the children will always be saved by the career. John, you're 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 used, you're doing hopium. You're not being honest with yourself. If the electric grid went out right now, you'd be fine? Then you don't know how this world works. Then you're completely oblivious to your state. Don't get me wrong, like I would be enthusiastic, but if you have not one single feeling that that could be hard, you don't know what you're talking about. You're on the computer right now, okay? So I just recommend you be more honest with yourself because i think there's plenty of time i don't think that this is going to be a planes falling from the sky situation but i do think that you have to start being honest with yourself we can make power yeah like i've recently had this like strong urge to get into solar power like i have these feelings like i i'm like a retard too at the same time don't get me wrong like i'll just be doing stuff and it's like i should get solar panels i should get solar and i'm like where the that coming from it would be 100% chaos in oakland and be huge issue 99.9% of households 100% of households guys i'm literally an idaho homesteader and i promise you without electricity it would be insane just the social unrest would be unbelievable that's why what the amish have going on is so powerful because they not only have their skill sets down like would you know how to get any of your but it's the social aspects Who are your friends? How do you interact? Are you so panicked you're just stealing from everyone? Figuring out your social dynamics. Again, I'm not against electricity, but it's the power grid that I think over time is not going to be here. I'm not a prophet. I can't make that call. What I was just saying about the the Lucifer of this world, that's the system. That's the system. Comfort, protection, supply chains, it's not just Bad. That's why I think there is a philosophical difference between Satan and Lucifer. I haven't figured this stuff out. Now I know I'm going to say stuff right now that I'm going to, in the future, be like. But the- Talking about like the Loki, Lucifer, Satan, none of them seem the same to me. Like, there's a trickster in this realm that's just like Milo Yiannopoulos. Like, I don't think Milo just wants to see a decapitated child, you know. I don't think Milo's like, I think Milo's like, let's see what happens, darling. Like, he just wants to do the opposite, like, he's a trickster. And then there's like the Lucifer, is like, I don't know. I'm going to bail on my gravy right now. I'm, I'm, and then there's like Satan. There's like the shaitan, like the one who hates God. Like, we're, we're starting to combine a few mythologies, which can be gravy overload and start not making sense. Is Prometheus the same as Satan? I, I say no. But I do think there is a malevolence to Prometheus in his rejection of God. But then there's another type of evil that hates God. That's not why Grabber pushes Sower solar so hard. I don't know, Boar Bear. I would just like a way to have electricity off the grid. I just feel that. I don't think there's any way the sun's going out. I think the sun is getting more intense and i think that that's what quote-unquote climate change is like i think it really is like when they're scared that it's the end of everything i think it is for them like the prometheans the luciferians the ones that like most of us are day between god's realm and lucifer's realm and we benefit from both realms let's just be totally honest okay i know that there's going to be some bible thumping churchians are like oh how dare you my coldplay pastor no no it's like lucifer's realm is the one where we act like gods on this earth and there is an element of human nature that is capable of that our, our, we're made in the image of god we are creators we have opposable thumbs we can manifest we can build we can dream and make it real that is true but then there's a rebellious nature to it that becomes evil where you're like i can be my own god i can live forever we don't need god we can do it ourselves that's there's a a good chunk of people in this round not a good chunk probably not a lot but that are totally in that where they're like there is no god we are god we are the light of this world it's us we can make it and they're just getting gayer and more ineffective we're past the rubicon in my opinion dude i had some friends over last night we're joking that they peaked at the moon landing That, that was the peak they have not accomplished a deception like the moon landing since the moon landing was an epic accomplishment like how do you top playing golf on the moon it's like kind of believable it's like mind-blowing bars you see a little red dot matt damon it's just and i think it's getting to the point where they're like we got new technology it's goggles for porn and everyone's like like it's just not doing it anymore you know so there's that group that are just all in past the rubicon i think there's always a way back for every living man or woman but i think there's a group of people that are just in and i think that the light is brighter more obvious there is a climate change every spell has truth in it the ice is melting what does that mean it doesn't mean that seas are rising currency liquidity metaphor for monetary system sure but their world is f- ending and it's slow and they can still get off the boat but they're like feeling it now they're like dude if f- we gotta stop it we gotta we gotta spray the skies because the sun dude just listen to them they're not just lying they're like the sun is heating up and blah 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 the frozen assets are melting everybody's getting aware billionaire submarine doesn't do it like the moonlight not even close Uh, it's getting hot in here yeah yeah but it's not literally getting hotter it's just like everything's getting more obvious and the lies are not working like they used to how is their world ending because i believe and i could be wrong this is just gravy i'm ladling that the sun is getting more intense there's more solar flares there's more activity in the sun that i have verified but with experts i know and i think it is damaging to the power grid i think it's damaging to the system and so i think chemtrails are to stop some of those electric impulses from tanking the power grid and i think right now it's fairly manageable but i think it's just gonna keep increasing until it pops maybe the ice wall melt will reach extra 100 yeah the whole oh we're all gonna be flooded i'm pretty into the the christian biblical view that there's not gonna be another flood it's gonna be fire it's gonna be heat but what does that mean yeah i'd love to see the icebergs melt can you imagine if we could farm greenland can you imagine if our walls of consciousness expand and our realm gets bigger that'd be Right. What's scary to you is not what's scary to somebody else. Somebody else could be genuinely afraid of something that you would think is great that's what i had to think about that again like i'm not against the system because i benefit from lucifer's system in this realm and i do think there is a difference between satan and lucifer i'm not quite sure what that is it's not like the satan like the hatred of the good the true the beautiful but the lucifer belief that we can create anything and we don't need god that does provide for us a lot of systems but they've taken the hubris to a degree where i do think that there is a judgment upon us i think what i just ladled is the most logical explanation for for what the chemtrails are.
4: All right. So I know that was a long video and I'm going to chop it down a little bit in post, Jeremiah. But I think that was a really great explanation of how the elite view us is sometimes as conspiratorial minded people, we can start to look at the Bilderberger types and the Bill Gates types as, oh, they're Illuminati evil occultists. But really, what if it's all boiled down to just the fact that they're treating the world as like a farm and they're trying to derive as much profit and product from the farm as they can? And so they're just treating us like chickens on their farm. and yeah. and that's an explanation of the uh, the justification for depopulation, the, the experimentation on us. We're just mice in a laboratory and, and they they have a hedonistic, they don't believe in God. So there's no soul. And so the way they treat us doesn't matter. And and that's kind of a great uh, point that I thought Owen was making in that video. And, and also just the, the breakdown of, of how, uh, you know, chem trails and, 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 and we can be carried away with the big statements of conspiracy world and be blinded to the very basic, very uh, Relevant and applicable interpretations of what's happening in the world around us, which is they're they're just literally people that are scared of the sun and they're trying to hide the sun and and no wonder they're spraying chemicals in the sky because they all believe in global warming, right? And uh, and it, it's it's really interesting to to see uh, Owen develop. Uh, not not only was he. Speaking, you know, on these topics that I, I think he had some very good points on, but he's starting to use interesting language that even your dad would use, like
0: "well, we you are know, the
4: lost tribes of Israel."
0: You and know, it's interesting that about that. As a yeah. thank you, I sent him all of my dad's work, so I'm wondering if he got it and he was reading it. So,
4: I I hope so. I hope Owen takes the time to see some of your dad's uh, biblical researches as well as some of the flat earth stuff which would only give him more tools to argue the case but i really hope he sees some of the ephraim awakening lost tribes topic i hope he'll come back on the show influential yeah i'd love to have him back man it'd be great to talk to him again Well, we'll try all right guys sorry for the long videos i will cut those down to make them a little bit more concise but that brings us to our last few videos these these ones are a little lengthy, too, but they're very important. It's back on the B, the big uh, censored V topic, right? Recently, there was an extremely important biological warfare crime talk that Dr. David Martin spoke to the European Parliament and shared uh, about the grand deception that happened over the past two years. And once again, we are labeled conspiracy theorists, and yet we are being corroborated with guys like this David, Dr. David Martin and his research is uh, a voice that should be heard around the world. And it really is the nail in the coffin to a lot of the things that have been done over the past few years. But before we show his talk to the European parliament, just, just recently happened. uh, We have a new COVID variant has uh, uh, ushered forward the implementation of a Uh, identification system uh so this is what is being pushed by the mainstream and we're gonna see it being blown out of the water uh by dr david martin after this so let's watch this first video just when you thought that the only things you had to worry about
5: this upcoming summer were crippling inflation and open southern border and whether or not we were going to kick off world war three well the cdc just threw a wrench into your peaceful plans that's because they just announced a new COVID variant, which is spreading throughout the US and it carries with it some unusual symptoms, symptoms that were not seen in other variants. And strangely enough, the rise of this new variant, well, it coincides perfectly with the WHO's new plan to implement a centralized global passport scheme, basically the global version of what the European Union enacted a few years ago. And of course, it's all being done in the name of keeping you and I safe. However, in order to explain what's really happening here, this right here is a close-up of SARS-CoV-2, the virus which causes COVID-19. And as you're likely well aware, there's been a debate- Looks like space across CGI the to world me. About whether the original virus just naturally manifested in the world or it leaked out of a lab in Wuhan, China. However, let's set that debate aside for now, because regardless of how it came into existence, this virus, after emerging in the city of Wuhan, it has been circling the globe for the past three and a half years now And in that process of circumnavigation, it's been mutating over and over and over again. And each new mutation of the virus has been given a different name according to the Greek alphabet. And so it started with the original Wuhan strain, which is called the alpha strain, and then it mutated along various branching pathways into the beta strain, the gamma strain, the delta strain, and then later the epsilon strain, the Zeta strain, the Eta strain, the just Theta like strain, the, CGI the iota picked, strain, NASA gives Hapa the strain, Man, the Lambda strain, picks. as well as the Mu strain. Then the WHO, which is the organization creating these new variant names, they skipped the Greek letter Nu because it sounded too much like the word "new," and they argued that people might get confused that this is just a new variant. Then they also skipped the Greek letter she, spelled Xi, spelled X I, in order to not offend anyone who happens to be named Xi, and so then. The next variant became the Omicron variant, because that is the next Greek letter after she. Now, the Omicron variant has a unique characteristic, which is that while it was much more infectious than the original virus, it was also, at the very same time, significantly less severe in terms of the actual effects on the human body, meaning that the Omicron strain was able to infect a lot more people more easily, but the symptoms were generally milder, which was exactly why everyone's favorite scientist, Mr. Bill Gates, he publicly referred to Omicron as an effective type of.
11: The, uh, you know, sadly, the virus itself, particularly the,
13: the variant called Omicron uh, is a type of and that is it creates both B-cell and T-cell immunity. And it's done a better job of getting out to the world population uh, than we have with the
5: Regardless, the virus did not just stop mutating with the Omicron variant. Here's a simplified visual of how the evolution continued. The omicron strain mutated into omicron ea BA2, 2 ba5 ba2.75 bq 1.1 and then into the xbb strain the xbb strain then continued mutating into xbb 1.5 and then more recently xbb 1.16 which is the strain that's codenamed for some reason arcturus for your reference by the way the name arcturus refers to one of the five brightest stars in the night sky Now, exactly why that name was chosen is not clear, but it was. And this Arcturus strain of the virus is spreading fast, given the fact that, according to the latest numbers from the CDC, it now represents 20% of all new COVID cases in the U.S., with the FDA pointing out in their own statement that, quote, the current trajectory of virus evolution suggests that Arcturus could be the dominant strain by fall of 2023. Now, in terms of what makes this strain different, there are several things, including its infectiousness, its ability to evade immune response, as well as its unique symptoms. And in terms of infectiousness, well, Dr. Sean Lin, he's an American virology expert, formerly with the U.S. Army, and he said that, quote, according to laboratory studies, Arcturus had an additional mutation in the spike protein, which was more contagious. He added that Arcturus was 36 times more contagious than B11, which was the early Omicron strain. And so if you think about it, If Omicron was already significantly more contagious than the original virus, and this new strain is now 36 times more contagious than that, well, that's a lot. But the upside is that despite its increase in infectiousness, in terms of the severity, it's remained static, with many of the symptoms being the same as before. Things like fever, sore throat, runny nose, body aches, diarrhea, fatigue, and shortness of breath. These were both the symptoms of Omicron, as well as the symptoms of the common cold. However, arcturus, it appears to add one new item to that list, which is conjunctivitis, otherwise known as pink eye. This is the new addition to the symptom list. So whereas before, the symptoms were almost completely identical to the common cold, there's now a new unique symptom in the form of itchy eyes that also have sticky discharges coming from them. Furthermore, in terms of the ability of this new strain to spread, well, there was a study that was recently published in the Lancet Medical Journal, it was done by researchers over in Japan, and their study found that XBB1.16, which is the Arcturus strain, demonstrates a greater growth advantage in the human population than XBB1 and XBB1.5, which are the previous strains. However, similar to XBB1 and XBB1.5, XBB1.16 exhibits significant immune evasion capabilities. Furthermore, the researchers also discovered that Arcturus had potent resistance to various new COVID-19 antibodies. But have no fear, because late last week, the FDA made an announcement urging the vaccine manufacturers to go ahead and make a new vaccine formulation, specifically targeting the Arcturus variant. Here was part of the statement, again, from the FDA, quote, based on the totality of the evidence, the FDA has advised manufacturers who will be updating their COVID-19 that they should develop with a monovalent Arcturus composition. And wouldn't you know it, late last week, Moderna came to the FDA with a new formulation, seeking official approval. Here's what the CEO of Moderna said in a statement alongside this request to the FDA. Quote, We have been working diligently for months to build ample supply, with doses ready to ship in time for the fall season in the Northern Hemisphere. Although here, I think it's really worth pausing for a quick moment and taking in the situation just for a moment. Because if you remember back to a few years ago, during the very height of the COVID craze, there were people who were suggesting that it would never end with two shots, and that very likely COVID would become something like a seasonal virus, much like the flu. Now the time, the people who said those things were marginalized and labeled as conspiracy theorists. Back then, if you dare to say that COVID was just like the flu, which mutated every single year, and therefore the old wouldn't work because they were always trying to play catch up, you would be censored for spreading this or misinformation and yet now take a look at a totally mainstream news segment discussing the situation with our experts this is kind of a, a, a big lesson for epidemiology right now and saying that as long as we let viruses replicate they may continue to mutate which is why they have to be monitored and why on about april 17th the world health organization changed the designation to variant of interest because these changes in XBB.1.6 that may allow it to grow faster But that's 100% what it's all about, just keeping an eye on these variants, not saying there's a cause for panic, but kind of giving people guidance of what they should expect. However, this story gets a lot deeper. That's the situation as it currently stands. The virus has mutated. It now causes, among other things, pink eye (laughs) Manufacturers are racing to get their new formulations out to market as fast as they can. However, you might be looking at the situation and asking yourself, so what? I mean, the number of people who are actually getting booster shots in this country has fallen off a cliff, compared to the number of people who got the original shots. And so who cares? Well, the WHO cares. That's because amidst the backdrop of this new variant spreading across the world, the WHO made a shocking announcement. Just a few weeks ago, they unveiled a new plan to adopt the European Union's digital passport scheme, not just in Europe, but globally. Specifically in an official statement put out by the WHO, they revealed a new partnership that they have with the European commission to take their passport scheme globally here's part of what that statement said quote the world health organization and european commission have announced today the launch of a landmark digital health partnership in june 2023 which is of course this month the who will take up the european union system of digital covid 19 certification to establish a global system that will help facilitate global mobility and protect citizens across the world from ongoing and future health threats including pandemics This is the first building block of the WHO Global Digital Health Certification Network that will develop a wide range of digital products to deliver better health for all. Meaning, in plain English, that Europe's vaccine passport scheme, the one where you have an app on your phone which is green if you're up to date on your shots, and then it turns red if you're not, well, that will now be used all across the world, not just in Europe. And the best part, at least in my opinion, is the Orwellian language that's being used in order to sell it to the public. And as an example of what I mean by that, listen to this quote that's in this WHO statement. This is a quote from Mr. Terry Breton, who is a high-level official within the European Commission. Here's what he says regarding this new scheme. Quote, I am pleased that the WHO will build on the privacy-preserving principles and cutting-edge technology of the EU certificate to create a global tool against future pandemics. That is, if nothing else, a beautiful use of language. Because think about it. There is nothing more privacy preserving than having an app on your phone to show the barista at the coffee shop your status. Regardless, this is the situation. The new COVID variant that's spreading across the US and across the world causes things like runny nose, sore throat, fatigue, and pink eye. And in order to combat it, we need to implement a global digital health certification network that'll be centrally run over at the World Health Organization. It reminds me of those famous words from President Barack Obama's chief of staff, quote, you never want a serious crisis to go to waste. What I mean by that is it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before. If you're interested in the answer to the question that's raised in this headline, well, unfortunately, that's not a topic that we are free to discuss here on YouTube.
4: What is important here is that they're using the previous two years and iterations of COVID that have gone across the earth to justify identification tethered to your medical history which should be private but it also enforces a pharmaceutical push for the v status and that's really alarming given the light of this recent uh discussion that has been had um with dr david martin who speaks to the european parliament regarding covid as a genocide so it's a biological warfare crime according to him let's hear what he has to say
7: it is a it is a particularly interesting location for me to be sitting today given that over a decade ago i sat in this very chair right here in the european union parliament and at that time i warned the world of what was coming Uh, During that conversation that was hosted at the time by the Green and EFA and a number of the other parties of the European Union's uh, various representations, we were having a conversation on whether Europe should adopt the United States policy of allowing for the patents on biologically derived materials. And at the time, I urged this body and I urged people around the world that the weaponization of nature against humanity had dire consequences. My role today is to set the stage for this conversation in a historical context, because this did not come in the last three years. This did not come in the last five or six years. This actually is an ongoing question that probably began here in Europe in the early stages of the mid 1900s, but certainly by 1913, 1914, this conversation started right here in Central Europe. The pandemic that we alleged to have happened in the last few years also did not happen overnight. In fact, the very specific pandemic using coronavirus began in a very different time. Most of you don't know that coronavirus as a model of a pathogen was isolated in 1965. Coronavirus was identified in 1965 as one of the first infectious replicatable viral models that could be used to modify a series of other experiences of the human condition. It was isolated once upon a time associated with the common cold. But what's particularly interesting about its isolation in 1965 was that it was immediately identified as a pathogen that could be used and modified for a whole host of reasons. And you heard me correctly, that was 1965. And by the way, these slides are public domain. You're welcome to look at every single reference. Every comment that I made is based on published material. So do make sure that you look at those references. But in 1966, the very first COV, coronavirus model, was used as a transatlantic biological experiment in human manipulation. And you heard the date, 1966. I hope you're getting the point of what I'm saying. This is not an overnight thing. This is actually something that's been long in the making. A year before I was born, we had the first transatlantic coronavirus data sharing experiment between the United States and the United Kingdom. And in 1967, the year I was born, we did the first human trials on inoculating people with modified coronavirus. Isn't that amazing? 56 years ago, the overnight success of a pathogen that's been 56 years in engineering. And I want that to chill with all of you. Where were we when we actually allowed, in violation of biological and chemical weapons treaties, where were we as a human civilization when we thought it was an acceptable thing to do to take a pathogen for the United States and infect the world with it? Where was that conversation? And what should have been that conversation in 1967? That conversation wasn't had. Ironically, the common cold was turned into a chimera in the 1970s. And in 1975, 1976, and 1977, we started figuring out how to modify coronavirus by putting it into different animals, pigs and dogs. And not surprisingly, by the time we got to 1990, we found out that coronavirus as an infectious agent was an industrial problem for two primary industries, the industries of dogs and pigs dog breeders and pigs found that coronavirus created gastrointestinal problems and that became the basis for pfizer's first spike protein patent filed are you ready for this in 1990 did you hear what i just said 1990 operation warp speed i'm sorry where's the warp and the speed pfizer 1990 the very first spike protein for coronavirus isn't that fascinating? Isn't it fascinating that we were, we were told that, well, the spike protein is a new thing. We just found out that that's the problem. No. As a matter of fact, we didn't just find out it was not just now, now the problem. We found that out in 1990 and filed the first patents on in 1990 for the spike protein of coronavirus. And who would have thought? Pfizer, clearly the innocent organization that does nothing but promote human health. Clearly Pfizer. The organization that has not bought the votes in this chamber and in every chamber of every government around the world not that pfizer certainly they wouldn't have had anything to do with this but oh yes they did and in 1990 they found out that there was a problem with <laughs> they didn't work you know why they didn't work it turns out that coronavirus is a very malleable model. It transforms and it changes and it mutates over time. As a matter of fact, every publication on vaccines for coronavirus from 1990 until 2018, every single publication concluded that coronavirus escapes the vaccine impulse because it modifies and mutates too quickly for to be effective and since 1990 to 2018 that is the published science ladies and gentlemen that's following the science following the science is their own indictment of their own programs that said it doesn't work and there are thousands of publications to that effect not a few hundred and not paid for by pharmaceutical companies these are publications that are independent scientific research that shows unequivocally, including efforts of the Chimera modifications made by Ralph Berk and the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, all of them show that do not work on coronavirus. That's the science, and that science has never been disputed. But then we had an interesting development in 2002, and this date is most important. Because in 2002, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill patented, and I quote, an infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus. Listen to those words. Infectious replication defective. What does that phrase actually mean? For those of you not familiar with language, let me unpack it for you. Infectious replication defective means a weapon. It means something meant to target an individual, but not have collateral damage to other individuals. That's what infectious replication defective means. And that patent was filed in 2002 on work funded by NIAID's Anthony Fauci from 1999 to 2002. And that work patented at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill mysteriously preceded SARS 1.0 by a year. (gasps) Dave, are you suggesting that SARS 1.0 wasn't from a wet market in wuhan are you suggesting it might have come from a laboratory in the university of north carolina chapel hill no i'm not suggesting it i'm telling you that's the facts we engineered sars sars is not a naturally occurring phenomenon the naturally occurring phenomenon is called the common cold it's called influenza like illness it's called gastroenteritis that's the naturally occurring coronavirus sars Is the research developed by humans weaponizing a life system model to actually attack human beings? And they patented it in 2002. And in 2003, giant surprise, the CDC filed the patent on coronavirus isolated from humans in violation, once again, of biological and chemical weapons treaties and laws that we have in the United States. And I'm very, very precise on this. The United States likes to talk about its rights and everything else and the rule of law and all the nonsense that we like to talk about. But we don't ratify treaties about, I don't know, defending humans. We conspicuously avoid that. We actually have a great track record of advocating for human rights and then denying them when it comes to actually being part of the international community, which is a slightly problematic thing. But let's get something very clear. When the CDC in April of 2003 filed the patent on SARS coronavirus isolated from humans, what did they do? They downloaded a sequence from China and filed a patent on it in the United States. Any of you familiar with biological and chemical weapons treaties knows that's a violation. That's a crime. That's not an innocent oops, that's a crime. And the United States Patent Office went as far as to reject that patent application on two occasions until the CDC decided to bribe the Patent Office to override the patent examiner to ultimately issue the patent in 2007 on SARS coronavirus. But let's not let that get away from us because it turns out that the RT-PCR, which was the test that we allegedly were going to use to identify the risks associated with coronavirus, was actually identified as a bioterrorism threat by me in the European Union sponsored events in 2002 and 2003, 20 years ago. That happened here in Brussels and across Europe. In 2005, this particular pathogen was specifically labeled as a bioterrorism and bioweapon platform technology described as such. That's not my terminology that I'm applying to it. It was actually described as a bioweapons platform technology in 2005. And from 2005 onwards, it was actually a biowarfare-enabling agent, its official classification, from 2005 forward. I don't know if that sounds like public health to you. Does it? Biological warfare-enabling technology. That feels like not public health. That feels like not medicine. That feels like a weapon designed to take out humanity. That's what it feels like, and it feels like that because that's exactly what it is. We have been lured into believing that EcoHealth Alliance and DARPA and all of these organizations are what we should be pointing to. But we've been specifically requested to ignore the facts that over $10 billion have been funneled through black operations through the check of Anthony Fauci and a side-by-side ledger where NIAID has a balance sheet and next to it is a biodefense balance sheet equivalent dollar for dollar matching that no one in the media talks about and it's been going on since 2005. Our gain of function moratorium, the moratorium that was supposed to freeze any efforts to do gain of function research. Conveniently in the fall of 2014, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill received a letter from NIAID saying that while the gain of function moratorium on coronavirus in vivo should be suspended because their grants had already been funded, they received an exemption. Did you hear what I just said? a biological weapons lab facility at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill received an exemption from the gain-of-function moratorium so that by 2016 we could publish the the journal article that said SARS coronavirus is poised for human emergence in 2016. And what, you might ask? Dave, was the coronavirus poised for human emergence? It was W-I-V-1. Wuhan Institute of Virology, Virus 1. Poised for human emergence in 2016 at the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, such that by the time we get to 2017 and 2018, the following phrase entered into common parlance among the community. There is going to be an accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen. The operative word, obviously, in that phrase, the word release. Does that sound like leak? Does that sound like a bat and a pangolin went into a bar in the Wuhan market and hung out and had sex and and lo and behold, we got SARS-CoV-2? No, accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen was the terminology used and four times in April of 2019 seven months before the allegation of patient number one, four patent applications of Moderna were modified to include the term accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen as the justification for making a for a thing that did not exist. Keep going. If you have not done so, please make sure that you make reference in every investigation to the premeditation nature of this, because it was in September of 2019 that the world was informed that we were going to have an accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen so that by September 2020, there would be a worldwide acceptance of a universal template. That's their words right in front of you on the screen. The intent was to get the world to accept a universal template, and the intent was to use coronavirus to get there. And the last slide. This isn't advancing, so if I could have somebody do it. Let's, let's read this because we have to read this into the record everywhere I go. Until an infectious disease, crisis is very real, present, and at the emergency threshold that is often largely ignored. To sustain the funding base beyond the crisis, he said, we need to increase the public understanding for the need for medical countermeasures such as a pan influenza or pan-coronavirus A key driver is the media and the economics will follow the hype. We need to use that hype to our advantage to get to the real issues. Investors will respond if they see profit at the end of the process. Sounds like public health? sounds like the best of humanity no ladies and gentlemen this was premeditated domestic terrorism stated at the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences in 2015 published in front of them this is an this is an act of biological and chemical warfare perpetrated on the human race and it was admitted to in writing that this was a financial heist and a financial fraud investors will follow if they see profit at the end of the process let me conclude by making five very brief recommendations the last slide nature was hijacked. This whole story started in 1965 when we decided to hijack a natural model and decide to start manipulating it. Science was hijacked when the only questions that could be asked were questions authorized under the patent protection of the CDC, the FDA, the NIH, and their equivalent organizations around the world. We didn't have independent science, we had hijacked science. And unfortunately, there was no moral oversight in violation of all of the codes that we stand for. There was no independent, financially disinterested, independent review board ever impaneled around coronavirus, not once, not once, not since 1965. We do not have a single independent IRB ever impaneled around coronavirus. So morality was suspended for medical countermeasures. And ultimately humanity was lost because we decided to allow it to happen. Our job today is to say no more gain of function research, period. No more weaponization of nature, period. And most importantly, no more corporate patronage of science for their own self-interest unless they assume 100% product liability for every injury and every death that they maintain. Thank you very much.
4: Uh, While that was a long clip, and I hope you guys bared with us, I think that is some of the most hard-hitting mic drop truth bombs regarding these previous two years that i think could have been uh, could have been accumulated into that speech that he gave and uh very straight to the point it was longer but there was a lot to cover and it really does sum up what has been done to mankind over the past few years so um just uh not only did he touch on some of what the previous video covered which is what's being implemented right now such as the the health passport and the who funding and supporting the global implementation of this health identification for traveling um which would force people to participate in pharmaceutical v programs to be able to have the freedom to travel to different countries and not to mention the weaponization of of just of uh, viruses that we see proven to have existed years and years ago. And this is only the, the biggest iteration that has manifested this agenda, which is create a problem, offer a solution, get paid a bunch of money, and then give that money to keep people's mouths shut, to censor people online. And of course, I'm going to still have to heavily redact this video as you guys, if you're watching live now, are probably hearing all the beeps and stuff. Just so that we're not getting flagged Mm -hmm. because the precautions are still in place to protect these pharmaceutical companies and these agendas. So very, very important information I can't help but to share with our audience. And that'll be all the news for this week, Jeremiah. Thanks for your patience, guys. That was a lot of clips.
0: All right. Thanks, Jake, for another great current news as always you did amazing i loved it all right well instead of playing my mom's promo for her book i want to share with you guys because i was able to send it to opa the blaze tv little short clip that they talked about my dad on his birthday
8: so check this out Rob Skiba, Dallas resident, his wife just wrote a book on this, on the eugenics program, and yes, I said it, I'm sorry if YouTube, the overlords get you, it is a eugenics program, this is a program where they know they make more money because of that, than they even make through the, because they literally put people on death row and you're going to be sick. And if you don't die, you're going to have serious complications. You're going to need a whole bunch of different medicine. It's about 500 billion a year they get to make. Her husband, she claims, was killed in the hospital. Do you know, They took my mom in. My sister calls me, my mom go in, my mom has one kidney. She goes in for a, a UTI. UTI, they swab her cheek. They say, oh, COVID, she's got no symptoms. She's on a bed, on a gurney. My sister shows up. She's there for a UTI. Next minute, there's an IV in her arm. The doctor says, hey, we're starting protocol. Mm-hmm. My sister calls me, she goes, Yaku, what is that? I said, ask the doctor what's the protocol. He says, Remdesivir. No. Remdesivir, right away. We broke my mom out of the hospital. This is a fact. My mom showed up at home with an IV in the bag still in her arm. We broke her. The cops got sent to my mom's house. By the hospital, if we did not know the Franklin police chief who who told his deputies, Listen, turn around, you're not taking this woman, they were going to take her back to the hospital. No. This is a fact. And literally, had my brother in law broke my mom out of the hospital, or they would have put her on remdesivir. Next thing you're intubated, you're on a ventilator. Go look at the statistics of people that go on a ventilator. How many of them pulled through?
14: Well, right, see. which is,
4: which is your point entirely when you say, uh, you know, there's some, there's some nuance there. When you say nobody died specifically from the right. nuances, the doctors were letting you get so sick until you couldn't breathe and your oxygen levels
14: Now weren't. you
8: have pneumonia. Right. Oh, by the way, they gave you remdesivir, which shut your right. kidneys down. Right. right. For an inflammatory right. disease, exactly. your kidneys get rid of inflammation. Yeah. So why was Remdesivir the first protocol? Talk to Peter McCullough, he's the expert. He'll tell you. Yes.
0: So take that, fact checkers. Check. Look at that. I mean, that just explains it all. And, you know, I I have a kind of a call to action and I want to ask a favor from all you guys that if you know anybody, if you know a channel, if you know Blaze TV, or even if you don't, contact them let my mom get on the show try to get her on that on whatever program it is because her book is saving lives and you guys are awesome and you guys know how to help so anyways that's what would you think about that jake
4: i think that's epic i think your mom should be really proud that her message is getting out there to big syndicated news channels like the blaze i really hope it goes further and farther and i think a lot of people can relate to her story i mean i I lost an aunt to the same protocols that killed rob and and i think so many other people lost their loved ones as well and they targeted people who were not participating in the big v push and uh and i think not only that there was monetary incentives for the doctors there's a whole conspiracy behind it guys and i i'm just glad that at least somebody at the blaze caught wind of what your mom wrote and hopefully the it'll spread far and wide
0: you know what's crazy is that clip was taking off taken off of youtube because of all the things that he was saying he even said that to the youtube overlords you know whatever so that clip was taken down from youtube which is crazy that's why i put all those you know not bleeps but all those you could kind of tell what he's saying but uh took the audios out but um yeah that was amazing on his birthday too what a what a better time like it was it was bittersweet for me to see that so i just wanted to share that with you guys um and if you want to get her book the links will be down in the description and uh with that being said i think it's time for an all-new up corner take it away oppa
14: and now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's my honor to present you another great opus corner.
3: The following presentation may contain too many cat jokes. Viewer discretion is advised. This presentation is rated CJ, Cat Jokes, Parental Guidance Suggested. <laughs>
2: Der hat drei Ecken, drei Ecken hat mein Hut. Und hat er nicht drei Ecken, Das ist es nicht mein Hut.
3: Boss Corners on its way, do da, do da. Oh Boss Corners on its way, oh do da day. In class one day, Mr. Johnson pulled Johnny over to his desk after a test and said, Johnny, I have a feeling that you've been cheating on your tests. Johnny was astounded and asked Mr. Johnson to prove it. Well, I was looking over your test and the question was, who was our first president? And the little girl that sits next to you, Mary, put George Washington. And so did you so everyone knows he was the first president. Just wait a minute. The next question was, who freed the slaves? Mary put Abraham Lincoln, and so did you. Well, I read the history book last night and I remembered that. Wait, wait, wait. The next question was, who was the president during the Louisiana Purchase? Mary put, I don't know, and you put, Me neither. (laughs) The teacher asks her class to come up with a sentence beginning with I. After a few children come up to the front with predictable statements about having a cat or a certain toy, a child steps up and says, I is, and is immediately interrupted by the teacher, I am. She frowns and ignores her teacher, starting again. I is... The teacher again interrupts her, this time a little more snappily. It's I am! Use the proper word! The girl says, fine, I am the ninth letter of the alphabet. Three kids are talking about their fathers and comparing them. The first kid says, My dad is the fastest. He's a drag racer and can do a quarter mile in 9.6 seconds. The second kid said, Oh, that's nothing. My dad is a fighter pilot and regularly breaks the speed of sound. The third kid says, My dad is the fastest than both of your dads. He's a congressman. He finishes work at four o'clock, but is always home by lunchtime. (laughs) An old man lived alone in the country. It was spring and he wanted to dig his tomato garden, as he has done every year, but it was very hard work for the aging man as the ground was very hard. His son Vincent, who used to help him, was currently in prison. The old man wrote a letter to his son and described his predicament. Dear Vincent, I am feeling pretty bad because it looks like I won't be able to plant my tomato garden this year. I'm just getting too old to be digging up a garden plot. If only you were here, my troubles would be over. I know you would dig the plot for me. Love, Dad. A few days later, he received a letter from his son. Dear Dad, don't dig up that garden. That's where I buried my weapons. Love, Vinny. At 4 a.m. the next morning, FBI agents, local police, arrived at the old man's house and dug up the entire area. However, they didn't find any weapons, so they apologized to the old man and left. That same day, the old man received another letter from his son. Dear Dad, go ahead and plant the tomatoes now. That's the best I could do under the circumstances. Love, (laughs) (laughs) Vinny. A man went to the hospital to visit his mother-in-law, who was in serious condition. On the way back, his wife asks, So, honey, how's my mom doing? He replies, Oh, she looks great. She's in good health. She will still live for many years. Next week, she'll be released from the hospital and will come and live with us forever. Wow, that's amazing. But this is very strange, dear. Yesterday, she seems to be on her deathbed. The doctor said she should have only a few days to live. Well, I I don't know how she was yesterday, but today when I arrived at the hospital, the doctor told me that we should prepare for the worst. (laughs) A man and his dog walked into a talent agent's office. (laughs) All right, let's get this done quick. I have things to do, said the board agent. What's your talent?" The man says, It's not me, sir, it's my dog. He talks. Yeah, right, I don't have time for this now. Get out of here before I throw you out. No, 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 wait, I'll prove it. He turns to the dog and asks, What do you normally find on top of a house? Roof, says the dog, wagging his tail. Listen, pal. Wait, 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 wait. I'll ask another question. How does sandpaper feel? Rough. <laughs> ah, oh, quit wasting my time and get out of here. Wait, 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 one more chance. Who, in your opinion, was the greatest baseball player that ever lived? Ruth. The man turns to the agent with a bright smile. Okay, that's it. He gets up and forces the man and his dog out the door. Turning to the man, the dog sighs and says, Joe DiMaggio? (laughs) (laughs) A woman visits her husband in prison. Before leaving, she tells the correction officer, You shouldn't make my husband work like that. He's exhausted. <laughs> the officer laughs and says, Are you kidding? He just eats and sleeps and stays in his cell. The wife replies, He just told me he's been digging a tunnel for months. <laughs> and now for the funnies. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see you a chicken and a duck and oh my this doesn't end well Farmer <laughs> Jones cut my mane to make himself a wig so I ask him for a compensation In the end, I got him to pay! (laughs) Darn, cut my hair for that joke. (laughs) I understand you're upset, sir. Please know your call is very annoying to us. Antiques Hmm. Oh my gosh, you know what that is, Mookie? My dad had one when I was a kid. (laughs) Say, what just dying minute here? We forgot the cattle. Ace Ladder Company. Wait a minute. Say that again, Doris. You know, the part about if only we had some means of climbing down. <laughs> Enter House Cat. Hush, little human, don't say a word And never mind that noise you heard I just threw up under your bed <laughs> I'm in your closet, I'm on your head <laughs> uh... <laughs> Wait a minute, McAllister, you fool! This isn't what I said to bring! Oh, no. Uh. Oh, please, Mom. I already handled him, and now the mother won't take him back. (laughs) (laughs) K-pop, 88.7 FM. In your memoir, you write about your obsession with personal hygiene, and uh, actually, let's discuss that after a short break. <laughs> you gotta start eating out of a different parking lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Things that are annoying. A car ride. Something fun. A half-empty bowl of food. Something you finish. (laughs) Too much petting. What? Uh, I I don't know. Pass. (laughs) That's true. On the bright side. Not being a firstborn had real advantages when the Angel of Death passed over. Such as lots of extra bean dip. (laughs) I need to order a part for your garbage disposal. In the meantime, here's a loner. Paul Revere, circa third grade. The teacher is coming. The teacher is coming. <laughs> yeah, Colo. You can play with him a little. But by the end of tonight, I want Jimmy the Mouse gone. <laughs> Suddenly, one day, Helen grew tired of the salad. Hidden Valley Ranch. Pepperidge Farm! <laughs> you had it all figured out. With your little friend out of the way, the goldfish food would all be yours. No witnesses, no body. It would have been the perfect crime, except for one small detail. You forgot to flush. (laughs) That burning cat. Out here, there's no feral or domestic. Yeah, we're all just cats, man. Woo! Let's do nip bombs! (laughs) Keep your nose clean, keep growing. I'll have you out of here in another six months. I can't tell what's real and what's CGI anymore. (laughs) You have the right to remain silent, but Facebook will sell us pretty much anything we want to know about you, so whatever, dude. We're never coming here again. Now ignoring 22. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're collies. Why? (laughs) Border. (laughs) Isn't it sweet? How your boxer and my German shepherd are having so much fun together. (laughs) (laughs) Blockbuster book adaptations gone wrong. I thought this was about a boy wizard. (laughs) Gotta think about that one for a while.
0: Uh-huh, Harry Potter.
3: (laughs) My parents will be here in any minute. The least you can do is shave! (laughs) And this one is when I jumped up on the dresser and barfed on his wallet. That's what I like about you, Clyde. You're... Always innovating. (laughs) Honey, how would you describe me? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. What does that mean? Adorable, beautiful, cute, delightful, elegant, Fashionable, gorgeous, and hot. Oh, thank you. But what about IJK? I'm just kidding. (laughs) OMG, I'm flying! Optimism is the best way to see life. And that concludes Opa's Corner.
2: Mein hood, that hat three ecken. Drei ecken hat mein hood. Und hat er nicht drei ecken. Das ist das nicht mein hood.
3: Opa's Corner is now available on my own YouTube channel. Like, share and subscribe.
0: Take a bow. Take a bow.
3: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Man. I wish you guys would applaud like that for me. Anyways. Now, (laughs) that was great, Opa's Corner. Thank you, Opa. Now it's time for a word from our friend JJ. Are you tired of living in constant pain? Do you feel like you've tried every CBD product on the market with no relief? Look no further than JJ's Natural CBD Rub. When I was diagnosed with degenerative disc disease, this was the only product that completely took my pain away. Working with JJ has been a dream come true, and his products have completely changed my life. Don't just take my word for it. Visit JJ's website, jjcbdrub.com, and read hundreds of testimonials from people whose lives have been changed by all of JJ's amazing products. And now, as a Skiba News Nation exclusive, you can get $50 off a three-pack special of JJ's Natural CBD Rub by texting CBD to 920-382-7720. Don't suffer in silence any longer. Take control of your pain today with JJ's Natural CBD Rub. Again, text CBD to 920 920- for an exclusive discount and start feeling the relief you deserve. The links are in the description below. Now, last night I had a chair fall from under, like the chair broke while I was eating dinner last night. And the first thing I did was put JJ's CBD rub on my tailbone because that's what was hurting. And it instantly like brought my pain from a 10 to a 2. So... That's how great his products are, so thank you, JJ. So now it's time for some history. All right, so for this week's history, we're gonna be talking about a man named Charles Harrelson. Now that last name may sound familiar to some of you, but we'll get to that later. Uh, So there's kind of a brief background of who Charles Harrelson was. This is my brief background. He was an American hitman, he was an organized crime figure, and he was the first person convicted of assassinating a federal judge in the 20th century. So let's play a video of, of the background story.
11: On May 29, 1979, a single shot from a high-powered rifle in an Alamo Heights neighborhood rang through San Antonio, Texas, leaving the entire nation shaken. U.S. District Judge John Wood was struck by a bullet from a high-powered rifle as he prepared to enter his car, marking the first assassination of a federal judge in the United States. After an extensive and costly investigation, it was concluded that the hit had been orchestrated by El Paso drug lord Jamil Jimmy Chagra. Chagra made a living smuggling marijuana and cocaine across the border, but when he was finally apprehended, he found himself facing John Wood, the last person he wanted to encounter in a courtroom. Wood, nicknamed Maximum John for his habit of handing out harsh sentences to drug dealers, was not someone Chagra wanted to face. Fearing a long sentence, Chagra paid $250,000 to a hitman to eliminate Wood, involving relatives in the conspiracy, including his brother Joe Chagra, a lawyer. The hitman Jimmy Chagra employed was none other than Charles Harrelson, the father of movie star Woody Harrelson, known for his roles in the TV show Cheers and films such as Natural Born Killers, Zombieland, and The Hunger Games.
0: But we'll get back to that.
11: Born in Lovelady, Texas on July 24, 1938, Charles Harrelson was the youngest of six children. Many of his family members pursued careers in law enforcement, but Charles chose a different path. After a brief stint in the U.S. Navy during the 1950s, he turned to a life of crime. His criminal career began with a robbery charge in 1959 while working as an encyclopedia salesman in Los Angeles. But this was merely the beginning. 1961, Woody Harrelson was born on the same day as his father, July 24th. Four years later, Charles Harrelson abandoned his family, relocating to Houston with his second wife, where he began gambling full-time. In prison memoirs he wrote later on, he claimed to have been involved in numerous murder-for-hire plots during this time before leaving his family in 1968. Charles Harrelson made the fateful decision to become a contract killer, even producing business cards that read, Have Gun, Will Travel, and Hitman. It is rumored that Harrelson was responsible for the deaths of at least 20 people, including Alan Berg, a carpet salesman from Houston, Texas. In 1968, the 31-year-old Berg got a phone call from a woman promising him a good time if he would swing by a local bar. Berg drove over right away, and the salesman was never seen again. When Berg's family started to worry, the police brushed them off, claiming he'd probably just run away. After all, Berg had some serious gambling debts, but Berg's dad wasn't convinced, so he offered a $10,000 reward for info and hired himself a private eye. Eventually, Berg's remains were found near the city of Freeport. A witness named Sandra Sue Attaway came forward, and she just so happened to be Charles Harrelson's ex-girlfriend. According to Attaway, she'd seen Harrelson pull the trigger. After luring Berg to that bar, the hitman had driven him out to the middle of nowhere, shot him in the head, and when that didn't work, he finished the job via strangulation. It turned out that a former employee-turned-rival businessman wanted to take Berg out, and he hired Harrelson to do the deed for a measly $1,500. The tale of Allenberg is one filled with twists, turns, and shocking revelations. One of the most astonishing moments involves a private detective named Claude Harrelson, hired by Allenberg's father. As it turns out, Claude was related to Charles Harrelson, the very man accused of murdering his client's son, the victim's brother, attorney David Berg, claimed that Claude and Charles were running a scheme to earn $3,000 for revealing the location of Alan's body. Charles Harrelson managed to walk free after hiring renowned attorney Percy Foreman, who had previously represented James Earl Ray, the man responsible for shooting Martin Luther King Jr. Charles Harrelson hung out with a pretty rough crowd, and one of his unsavory associates was Pete Scamardo. Scamardo had acquired some heroin and wanted Harrelson to sell it for him. But when the cops pulled Harrelson over one day, the hitman was forced to ditch the drugs. Now, he owed Scamardo a favor. Scamardo asked Charles to kill a guy named Sam Degelia Jr. Scamardo and Degelia were business partners who ran a grain business, and if Degelia happened to die prematurely, the company would collect a $100,000 life insurance policy. In exchange, Scamardo would pay Harrelson $2,000 for his troubles. Armed with a .25 caliber pistol, the same kind of gun used to kill Alan Berg, Harrelson dragged Degalia into an irrigation pump house, forced the man to his knees, and then shot him point blank. When the hitman was brought to court, Percy Foreman was on his side once again. However, this time around Harrelson was found guilty, but Foreman still managed to pull off a miracle by getting his client off with just 15 years. And after a bit of good behavior, Harrelson was walking the streets just five years later. Harrelson would eventually make U.S. history in 1979 when he was hired to assassinate federal judge John Wood. This marked the first assassination of a federal judge in the 20th century, and President Jimmy Carter condemned the killing as an assault on our very system of justice. Harrelson would go on the run, and an intense manhunt ensued. While driving down a Texas interstate in his girlfriend's Corvette, the car's muffler started giving him trouble. And as Harrelson wasn't exactly a mechanic, he decided to fix the muffler by shooting it with a gun, High on cocaine, Harrelson shot out his tire instead. All that gunfire on the side of the road attracted quite a bit of attention, and soon the cops were on the scene. Harrelson found himself in a standoff with the police for six long hours, threatening suicide the entire time. Eventually, the cops brought in a businesswoman named Virginia Farah who was Harrelson's friend and had once hired him as a bodyguard. She was able to talk the hitman out of the car, and Charles Harrelson eventually found himself behind bars once again, only this time. There would be no mercy for the contract killer
0: now as that first clip said charles harrelson is the father of the one of the most famous hollywood actors in the world woody harrelson woody harrelson has a lot of thoughts of who his father really was and he even claims that his father was a part of the cia uh, but that's just the tip of the iceberg so in the second clip i'm going to show you what Woody Harrelson had to say about his father to Barbara Walters, and that's what the second clip is, so let's play that clip.
11: Woody Harrelson, unaware of his father's dark profession, discovered the truth while listening to the radio in 1981. He followed his father's trial closely and tried to establish a relationship with him, seeing him more as a friend than a father.
14: It's uh, fairly well known, if anybody's read anything about you or talked with you, that when you were seven years old your father went off to prison convicted of murder tell me w- how you feel today what the story is today
9: well he is in prison right now for the, the killing of a federal judge um, i think that it was not a fair uh, trial especially because the guy who supposedly hired my father to commit the murder was uh, later acquitted went on a retrial
14: Woody, do you think your father is innocent of that second murder? That's what I've heard.
9: I'm not saying my father's a saint, but I think he's innocent of that.
14: Yeah. Are you trying to have the case opened up? Trying to have it investigated? Trying to set him free?
9: Well, uh, let's put it this way. I haven't given up hope.
14: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said once that you thought that your father was a CIA operative. Yes? Yeah, he was. How do you know? What proof?
9: Ah, uh, I shouldn't get into this right now, okay. this is where we're gonna get into
14: trouble. Uh, but this is something that you feel and that you're trying to work on?
9: Oh, uh, I know, it's true, but,
14: uh, yeah. Does it make a difference?
9: That he was trained by the CIA? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it makes a difference. Yeah.
0: So, who else was possibly a CIA operative? Lee Harvey Oswald, right? But what if I told you that there is, may or may not be evidence, that charles harrelson may have been connected with the jfk assassination well that's what i'm about to show in this third and final clip and then i'll get your thoughts on it so let's play that clip
11: charles harrelson was eventually convicted and sentenced to two life terms for the murder of judge wood during his time in prison woody harrelson remained in contact with his father and provided him with financial support Despite the dark past and the severity of Charles Harrelson's crimes, Woody harbored hope that his father could be rehabilitated and even attempted to secure a retrial on his behalf. Charles Harrelson was sent to the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary. Soon afterwards, he plotted his escape with two other prisoners. In 1995, Harrelson made his own rope, tossed it over a wall, and tried making a break for it. However, when a guard saw the trio sneaking off, he fired a warning shot, and Harrelson quickly threw up his hands. After his failed breakout, Harrelson was transferred to ADX Florence, a supermax prison in Colorado that has housed notorious criminals like the Unabomber,
0: We talked about him last week.
11: 9-11 hijackers, and Boston bomber Jokart Sarnev. The hitman was kept in a 10 by 15 foot cell with just one window. He was isolated for 23 hours a day, and during his one golden hour he was allowed to exercise outside in a pen at one point during his incarceration charles harrelson claimed that he had assassinated president john f kennedy however lois gibson a well-known forensic artist identified woody harrelson's father as one of the three tramps who were three mysterious men photographed shortly after the JFK assassination. Charles Harrelson passed away from a heart attack in his prison cell on March 15, 2007, at the age of 68. His death brought an end to a life filled with crime and violence, but it also marked the close of a chapter for his son, who never stopped trying to understand and support his father.
0: So if he was a CIA operative and was, you know, a part of that, i mean rfk jr says his dad and uncle were taken out by the cia so what are your thoughts about all this jake like what do you think you think it's interesting man what crazy
4: yes very interesting what an interesting connection between somebody who's a well-known movie star and the jfk assassination the like the cia i mean it really makes me wonder i mean could it be that Woody Harrelson was propelled into fame, possibly because of the notoriety or the people that his father was connected to. It makes me wonder.
0: Well, you know, what's interesting is I, I saw a show, it's a TV show and it's about the Watergate scandal and Woody Harrelson played another person who was involved in the JFK assassination. This is my cat, Charlie. Say hi. (laughs) Hello, Charlie. Anyways. Charlie, get down. Get down, baby. He just wanted to say hi. Um, so Woody Harrelson in this show about Watergate, uh, he, he played somebody who was potentially involved in the JFK assassination, which is very interesting. And the roles that he picks to, to play are a lot of like people that were allegedly in the same circle as Charles Harrelson. So he's like reenacting what his dad would do in in movies or in tv and that i just think it's so fascinating and the the fact that there there are a lot of um celebrities that have family members that have done these awful these these murders these crazy things and if you guys want me to cover that in future episodes you let me know or if you want me to 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 go deep deeper on jfk i can definitely do that because i i love that topic but uh that's all i got for history i hope you guys enjoyed so that's all i got for history this week i hope you guys enjoyed there's my kitty charlie um now before we move on i'd like to share with you guys our newest partnership with next wave probiotics so check out this clip Next Wave Probiotics is an all-natural liquid probiotic made right here in the DFW Metroplex. Take one to three ounces daily to support your microbiome and immune system. Try it the next time you have heartburn. Drinking five ounces can relieve heartburn symptoms in 15 to 20 minutes. Order directly from Next Wave Probiotics, their website is nextwaveprobiotics.com, and enter code SKIBA at checkout for $5 off every 32-ounce bottle you buy. Now I wouldn't sell you guys a product that I didn't personally believe in. Both me and my mom have both tried it. My mom, it only took about 15 minutes to get rid of her stomach ache and about 10 minutes for mine. So get yourself some Next Wave Probiotics today at nextwaveprobiotics.com. Now I really believe in this product right here so you guys just check it out and and let me know if if you like it i mean i i love it and it really helps because i you know get stomach pain and it's really taken a lot of that away and i'm very grateful to next way probiotics so thank you next way probiotics for sponsoring this video now you got some good memes for me jake
4: yeah i got a couple
0: all right well meme me up
4: hello charlie <laughs> all right so if medicine worked you wouldn't need to refill your prescription look at this uh skeleton made of prescription bottles it's definitely a money-making uh process to make you a lifelong customer that's true I tried to follow the science but it was simply not there then i followed the money that's where i found the science (laughs) (laughs) uh on the subtopic uh i thought this one was interesting so you're telling me all in the past week a sub went down to explore the titanic got lost for two days and sparked a global search got found, and it was discovered they all died, and now they're already a 75-minute documentary about it on Netflix, not even 48 hours later.
0: Okay, Something you,
4: tells me you've
0: completely still- blown my mind. You've blown my mind with this thing. That's so crazy. That is crazy. And I got a, a notification on my phone during today's filming that they found the wreckage, quote-unquote.
4: Wow. I mean, there's something to this. I mean, 48 hours later, a 75-minute documentary. (laughs) What's up with that? I mean, that was pretty quick to be made. Oh, yeah. And uh, one more on that. Uh, How can we see a light on Jupiter 512 million miles away, but we can't find a submarine 12,000 feet down? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, although it does seem to indicate our news stories today that the government the military had some type of technology that sensed the implosion of the, the the craft and so i mean i guess if they're just looking for debris it's a different story uh, well, but well, you uh, know how we we've, we've
0: talked about ufo's possibly being you know you know in the water what if that's why the oh, government yeah. wouldn't go down there you know they were scared who knows
4: alternative theory what if it was a UFO that took out the submarine yes. under the water UFO? <laughs> All right. Well, on the topic of UFOs, when an alien meets a flat earther, you already
2: know I'm a demon, huh?
4: <laughs> oh man. All right. Uh, uh, here's a good encouragement for young people. If you want to be different, take her to church not your bed buy her flowers not shots at the bar commit to her don't use her be a man not a boy i mean in today's sexualized world it's important to encourage the young up and coming people falling in love mm-hmm. don't forget to drink water and get sun you're basically a houseplant with complicated emotions
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right for all the people who wear a mask while driving alone in the car the outdoor seatbelt is now available for purchase oh. nice safety <laughs> on the outdoors all right uh every baptist is a catholic every lutheran is a catholic every mormon is a catholic and every jehovah's witness is a catholic let me tell you why every church that observes sunday is really a catholic church why because it acknowledges the authority of the catholic church i actually did an interesting expose uh, called the Sabbath controversy on my YouTube channel. It's a, uh, like a 15 minute little mini documentary that goes through the Catholic church admitting that anybody who practices Sunday keeping and doesn't observe a Sabbath day or seventh day Sabbath, uh, is bowing in honor of the Pope's decrees that the venerable day of the sun will be the day of worship. And that's all from the Catholic church. Very interesting history there. Um, one day English will kill us crocodiles do not swim here (laughs) (laughs) what does it mean Jeremiah do there are no crocodiles or did not swim there there are crocodiles I could go either way
0: yeah I don't know I say uh, yeah don't swim don't swim there
4: Oh yeah. I mean, I have been seeing some, uh, some of this guy's videos in the Florida Everglades and it's freaking creepy, man. There's like 50 crocodiles all over the place and they'll like come to try to eat you. It's uh, pretty intense. I mean, it's crazy to think that living in the Western world here in the United States, there's some massive reptiles that will totally eat you for
0: They're They're like dinosaurs. Those alligators are huge
4: you probably have some over there in texas don't you
0: i hope not i don't know i hope not
4: <laughs> i mean you're south enough i mean alligators creep me out them, but...
0: i don't know they're oh, in yeah. florida and it's a lot ho- hotter and humid so i don't know it probably is
4: open do you know yeah i know the difference the alligators uh they won't they're not as dangerous because they're more fish eaters but crocodiles straight up will eat people it's yep. it's pretty terrifying Alrighty, uh, the opposite of isolate is you so early. <laughs> Please don't block me. <laughs> uh, so let's walk through this. The opposite of I so late is you so early. Okay, alrighty. Um, how to grow your own tomatoes? Step one: devote three months of your life to helping them grow. Step two: that's it. Congratulations, you just saved two dollars. <laughs> Alright, uh, when there are several empty bus- uh, when there are several empty seats on the bus, but someone sits right beside you. Hello? Uh, I guess we're going to be friends? (laughs) Man. No! Nemo! (laughs)
2: Oh,
4: man. Uh, marry the one that understands you, and Jesus come as a package deal. Uh... Before you break into my house, stand outside and get right with Jesus. Tell him you're on your way. (laughs) (laughs) Second Amendment for the win. Mm -hmm. All right, last meme of the day. Uh, When you just post what the Bible says and they call you judgmental. And you realize they just judged you by calling you judgmental. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, that's all the memes for today, Jeremiah. Uh, Thanks for yeah man uh i put yeah. charlie to sleep oh no
0: no he he can't hear he's just he's just being a cat <laughs> jake thank you for another great current news and memes as always opa thank you for another great opus corner i hope you guys enjoyed my history segment and we hope you enjoyed today's episode so let's never quit fighting let no man deceive you Thank you for standing alongside us as we fight for justice and continue our quest for truth. Subscribe and stay tuned. If you would like to submit a story, topic, or have any other inquiries, please email submit at skibanewsnation.com. Also, you can email Jeremiah Skiba personally at jeremiah at skibanewsnation.com. Also, email Jake personally at jake at skibanewsnation.com. If you want to write us a letter, send us something, help support us, or just say hi, please send your letter to Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560271, The Colony, Texas 75056. If you write us a letter, I'll do my best to write you back. Hey Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, subscribe, and click that notification bell so you never miss an episode of Skiba News Nation. If you want to help support us, please consider becoming a Patreon where you will get exclusive content, shout-outs, and much more. And you can also support our channel by getting yourself some new Skiba News Nation merch. Thank you for coming on this journey with us as we continue to stay on the quest for truth. Huge shout-out to all our Patreon supporters. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this show without you. If you want to help support us, go to patreon.com forward slash Also, you can listen to Skiba News Nation podcasts on your favorite podcast platform.